I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hold up, wait a minute, all good, just a week ago. Crew at my house and we party every weekend, so on the radio, that's my favorite song. Made me bounce around like I don't know, like I won't be here long. Now the thrill is gone. Got no patience because I'm not a doctor. Girl, why you lying? Girl, why you Mufasa? Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, we are. Um, getting it started early, man. So if you guys miss church, this is a good place to be, man. You know, we're going to definitely get our praise on and worshiping today. Jesus. And, uh, as always, we bring in a guest pastor. Um, and you might know her from her own podcast, Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental. Or as I said yesterday by accident, Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental ain't cool. So I don't know where, I don't know if she incepted me and that's why I added cool. Um, I don't know, but, uh, it's Amber P. What's going on, Amber? Hey, what, what? Oh. Um, uh, first of all, man, how you been? It's been a while since we talked to you. I know the audience has been asking about you and stuff. Yes. Uh, as if they couldn't just go listen to the podcast. But, uh, <laughs> how, how you doing? I'm doing well. Um, yeah. I'm doing good, doing my thing, kind of trying to stage a comeback in theater Mm. and kind of I'm finding my thing. You know what I mean? I Mm. think I was I I got out of my lane and now I feel a lot better. Kind of things are falling together with my stuff. And so, yeah, I'm feeling good, nervous, but good. What kind of stuff you want to do in the theater? Um, well, I have a one-woman show I'm going to be producing and being in in the fall. Cool. I don't so. hard to do versus you talking to somebody. Come again? I say, uh, is the one-person show hard to do versus you actually having a conversation with somebody? Um, about that. So there's pros and cons. It's It's nice to have the flexibility, but I like having other people to bounce off of and act okay. with but it was out of necessity that i started my first one woman show so actors are flaky sometimes mm. so you had planned to do like a, a two-woman show and then one person didn't show up so well you just did okay parts? so here's what happened it's, it's not a terribly interesting story but i was in a dance class and we were supposed to do duets and i was or we we're supposed to do solos but I made this whole like elaborate scene and I was going to get one of my dancer friends to be in it with me and one of my actor friends to be in with me. And it was just wonderful. And I wrote up this little script and it was great. And they both flaked. And so I had to re-maneuver it. That is not a word. I had to futz with it and mm-hmm. make it work. I'm sure there's a vocabulary word for that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So... I had to work with it and I made it into a monologue and that was, that's where it started. And then after that, I was just kind of in that vein and kind of used to it. Mm. And the word, the correct word was reconfigure. Um, Thank you. For those scored at home, reconfigure a hundred points. But uh, why not make that story more interesting by just saying something like one of them got shot or (laughs) one of them lost the leg. Yeah. As an audience member, I don't know what happened. So you could just, you know, you can make that story more interesting if you want to, you know. Make it daring. Yeah. They both got HIV positive and then they didn't show up um, that day. <laughs> so it's very, a lot of drama 
and then you carry it on the show by yourself because the show must go on because like you're a such a professional and and that becomes a story of triumph as well um Last. what is your cat's name um well his real name or your name yeah uh your real his real name blink blink okay all right um because um i didn't know what had happened to him because has he become what more well behaved or something um no i i i got some new war wounds actually oh okay because during the show normally well when you first got him i felt like he was interrupting every once in a while and now i feel like he just is like he was like hey podcasting again huh all right uh, i'll go over here (laughs) he just sleeps a lot but when he's awake i this happens this this my war wounds happen why do people even name cats really it's not like they're gonna do what you say you know? at all i i really made a bad <laughs> lifestyle choice i really did <laughs> i but it's easier and every now and then he's nice and lets me pet him <laughs> so there we go yeah cats are our worst man yeah they are yeah they look at you like you talking to me right fuck what you said i'm doing what i want to Ex- do except yesterday I was at a house and the cat just couldn't get enough of me. And it's like, this is why. And he was like mad that I wasn't petting him. It was wonderful. And he was all black, all black, everything. And he was just so adorable. I sound like a cat lady. I cannot do this. <laughs> I cannot finish this conversation. No, that's I'm okay. Not a lot of fans that it. love cats. Mm, yeah. Lot you, don't. You, you're representing all the people that secretly love cats. Uh, and hate <laughs> when we talk about them. Right. So don't be scared. Ugh. Well, anyway, I, I think um, I think that's adorable, man. But uh, I, you know, I just cats don't do tricks. You know what I mean? Cats don't come when they call. Cat, I don't know. It's, they give you attitude, right? And then what they do? See, the trick about the cat is that it does like one out of every ten things you wanted to do. <laughs> and you don't you don't know when that one thing is gonna happen. You know, and once it happens, you're like, well, I guess I do love cats. Oh my god, it's the most adorable thing ever right now. And then it goes right back to being like, man, I ain't doing that shit. Um, <clears throat> what have you been watching on TV? Let's see. Um, I was, well, obviously Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. And I've been uh, binge watching. I binge watched the rest of all of, um, what's that show with Tina Fey? 30 Rock? Yeah. By the way, she loses at black chick watching, I've discovered. Ooh. Yeah. Mm, it's wh- a thing. What did, uh, what did she go wrong? Well, I've noticed that, uh, she loses at the, first of all, all of her, most of her black female characters are a variation on the, um, DMV lady, um, mm. trope of the neck roll sassy, you know, look at that white boy. Ain't yeah. he cute? And I remember there was this one scene where she was getting married, spoiler, and the lady at the registrar's office, who obviously just walked over from her DMV job, and she was like, and Tina's, Tina was like, or whatever her name is on the show, Tina, mm-hmm. we're going to go with, it was like, go over there and you get the license from her because she will lo- she will just eat up white boys. And then he goes over and she's like, mm, could just eat you up it's like Mm. and then i just noticed like at the airport that you know the dmv lady's second job and it was like "Eh, Mm. 
we're going to keep doing this. So not a lot of, I can't think of a sexy black lady that they've had or someone that they've put on the show with the intent of being a love interest. Mm. And so it's like, mm. yeah, I it's can a little see that. too ironic. I can see that. Don't yeah. I'm a, I, like, I'm a fan of that show, but yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't even think of, um, I can't even think of one. So like, even with all being a fan and watching all those years, I couldn't think of not off the top of my head. I can't even really think of a recurring black female character other than Tracy's wife who falls right into the sassy, angry mm. black woman stereotype. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, you know, Tracy always had like an entourage that had, uh, various states of prostitutes around and stuff, but I don't Thank think they Thank you. Count. Those were black chicks. Yeah. <laughs> there was black chicks at the broke down strip club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, dog. I didn't even think about that. Um, so, uh, have you been watching Empire at all? No, no, no. It's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't, I can't do this. It's I can't good. live that kind of lifestyle. I just started and I, uh, almost uh finished because I've been watching off and on, but I'm I'm about maybe ten to fifteen minutes from the end of the first episode, and as this as it progresses on, you start getting introduced to all these characters, and and it's so over the top, and it's so much overacting. It's mwah! yeah, it's so good. It's right, so, it's random music videos, and you so, you start singing, won't know why. Like it is greatness i feel like every black person should have to watch um or they lose their black card and the the only reason i feel this way is because i want everyone to be in on the jokes and stuff about the Mm. music and stuff i just want to have this cultural moment with everybody because i don't know if white people watch this shit or not and i don't even do i don't even care they do do. i see them posted on facebook all the time and it don't have 20 million viewers just because black people watching it you Everybody's know watching you know the what? show. Thinking about it, white people probably do watch it. Yes, they do. Because mm-hmm. it's safe for them to watch because you can't say the N-word. Right. Because it's on regular TV. Correct. So they don't have to worry about the awkward, like, I like this black thing, but... Uh. Yeah, like with black people for Fred realize it's not number one. It's not Fox's highest rating show in years because black people is watching it. That's the thing. It's funny, though, when people go, well, you need to support uh, black shit if we don't support it or fail. No, 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 no. It's not us that do these ratings. Like, if all of us watch it, it still might not make it. It's like white people have got to watch it, too. And a lot of people... Right, for it to generate the number that is generating. Right. Oh, yeah, I know they're watching it, but it doesn't feel like it's theirs. You know what I mean? Like, like, like when white people watch The Wire, it becomes like, you have to watch The Wire. It is just yes. so... But but with this shit, it's like they can't like it's not trying to be respectable at all. So they don't even have the like it's just so so good and it's you know no. the positive that it's showing and and how you know the city is just so so like they just are like I just thought it was cool when Lucius was cheating on his wife. Uh, that, that, I don't know. And and I think for me, uh, because uh, the white people I follow on uh more more on Facebook than than Twitter per se. Right. Uh, a lot of them are like, I love Cookie. I want to be like Cookie. Cookie's my hero. So it's like they're really Ooh, getting into uh, the characters and just loving the, well, I know that, the show. First of all, I know they're watching because they favorite my live tweets. Yes. So I, I, I see y'all white people. Don't I see the favorites. I know y'all don't retweet. But I see them favorites. I know what that means. Right. And, and I don't take it personal. I don't get mad or offended or or upset because the thing is ratchetness knows no color boundaries you know it's one of those things where 
people i would even go so far as to say if black people are gonna have a ratchet show i want it to be the ratchetist right i like for it to be the most ratchet i want to lead the league in oh my god moments and i feel like empire is doing that right now it is um i hope they i hope they move blackish to tuesday with uh fresh off the boat so that it's not competing directly with empire because nothing's gonna be empire right now no it's not it doesn't come Mm. on the same time i think it comes on like they come on the same time they come on the same time they do, and I told somebody Black that. They told nine. me no. No, Black is at nine. Empire is at nine. Black is only thirty minutes. Empire is uh, mm, like it's an, an hour. hour. Okay. So whoever told you that, don't know what they're talking about. I didn't think so. Cause, cause Remember I'm, when we had the excruciating task of having to choose between The Simpsons and The Cosby Show? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That was rough. Before DVRs, man, you yep. had to get that set that VCR up. You had to pick and choose. Now you just record both. Record one while you're watching and record the other one. So I'm just saying um, Empire is good. And if you're hesitant because you worry about how it makes black people look or something, don't even worry about it because they're not worried about it. Um, Mm -mm. But anyway, um, all that to say, there's news coming out of Empire stuff and I was going to cover it. But I might have to wait till we get somebody that watches it because now it's like, I guess this shit don't really matter to nobody but me. Um, but, um, another thing I was going to ask too, um, are you watching any, um, you know, uh, European shows? Cause you know, you like to watch some BBC stuff. Yeah. Um, mostly panel shows. So things nobody's ever heard of, mm-hmm. uh, just panel comedy panel game shows. No, no black mirror. No, uh, that sounds scary. Okay. I like Luther. Um, I like stuff. It's hard off the top of my head. Mm. It's cool. It's cool. We didn't, you know, I didn't tell you to be prepared for this. We're just having a conversation here. Um, also, I heard you getting back into the dating game. Yeah. Okay. So there's updates. Okay. Oh, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to do most of it on my show because it's like a whole thing. But, uh, one. But does your uh, show, does your show have a studio audience though? Fair enough. Um, uh, uh, my lover is back, sort of. Um, so yesterday, <laughs> so yesterday, that pipe got laid! What? So I'm feeling great. I am feeling, I'm feeling alright. And then the other thing is, am I going away? Oh, because I had a spinning wheel, so I thought my face oh, was going it, away. It, it, everybody needs to see me. Yeah, it broke up for just a little bit, but you're here. You're back now. Uh, okay, <clears throat> good. So, um, oh, I'm watching Sleepy Hollow. Oh, focus, Amber. We we, we cannot do this. No, okay. no, no, so no. Don't, fo- don't is, focus. I'm, I'm with you. Because I was. I'm with you. Don't focus. Uh, what do you like about Sleepy Hollow? Wait. Uh, black chick, and it's a great show. I love it. It is. I, I wouldn't have given it. it a shot if it didn't have a black chick. Me too, man. It black. Hey. I love it. I, black women taking over. Their chemistry is great. Is that, thank you, though. And you know what? I was talking to somebody about this. There's that show with Katherine Heigl, mm-hmm. that the pseudo pseudo scandal, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. I think they think that they can tap into the audience because it's a black. Um, president, a black female president, and they're like, see, look what we did. Mm-mm. It's not, the love not the interest same. is the same that it's always been. Some yellow haired white chick. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't have the dynamic. You're not going to get the black woman vote. You're not going to get the gay vote. You're just not going to. So 
it's they just think, well, I've got the formula down right? without really getting all the variables of why people like certain things and like why Scandal is such a hit. So I'm not going to watch it. I don't care if it's a black female president. She's not the love interest. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And, and, and to me, I'm halfway through the first season of Sleepy Hollow and the relationship that her and Ichabod Crane have, it is a wonderful just to see both of them there and then you throw her sister in and just to see all their chemistry and all the black even the chief police yeah. is black like all just the just the yep. blackness is across the screen and you go into this story asian and hispanic yeah yep. right you you cover all genres and that's the thing it's like yeah we'll make we'll make the black one president but when you talk about love she you know like you said she's not the focus it's other characters you're like well i came for the black lady and y'all give me the side dish and present it as the main dish and then get mad when I'm like, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. And there's getting to be more too in, uh, in on TV. Like I saw, I want to say two or three, like this show is coming next year. And it was like another black female lead. I was like, good man. Like I'm glad people are starting to respond to it because uh, hopefully eventually this will lead to Hollywood actually embracing this with their movies because Money over everything, man. Like, and right now, the thing that's standing in the way of Hollywood is just pure racism. Like, right. We don't, we don't expect Denzel's movies to make money. Not so money. they, so we don't promote Denzel's movies. And so we don't release his movies as widely. And then they don't make money. See, racism is killing us. It's like, no, you're killing yourself. <laughs> and, Holly, and Hollywood, and like Hollywood <laughs> won't accept that. But TV studios are absolutely proving that that's the case where it's just like, um, throw some black people in this shit. Oh wow, most biggest ratings ever. Wow. Ever. Okay, apparently mm-hmm. Empire just killed everything. Um and, and like I said, I don't even think Empire's that good of a show quality-wise, but just the fact it's so fucking black and it beat the shit out of everything else in that time slot ever. Like I I just love that feeling of like don't try to act like y'all above this shit. Y'all love us. So stop, you know, y'all tune in to watch us. Um, you know, same thing with Sleepy Hollow, same thing with Scandal and, 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 and How to Get Away with Murder. So just stop pretending like y'all don't love us. Y'all Ooh. love us. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Um, we no, that's were, okay. We were can talk- I, can we I tell my dating story? Yeah, we were yes, talking about your ahead. dating. Sorry. Okay, so I got some, so that was good. And with the dating thing, <clears throat> I'm in a transitional time in my life. I've decided not to go the traditional job route. Mm-hmm. I'm going the entrepreneurial route with my live performing and public speaking. And so that's been going okay career wise, not necessarily money wise, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm still doing building blocks, but I'm starting to get referrals and people requesting me and stuff like that. I just need to do bigger gigs anyway. So I was like, let me wait two years till this stuff is profitable and, you know, I'm not, I don't have two housemates that happen to be my parents and everything will be cool and I will start dating then. And then I thought about it. It's like, I don't, I don't want two more years under my belt. I want to start now. So part of me is like, well, it's kind of embarrassing that I live with my parents and I have this fledgling not, you know, people hear, you know, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I do public speaking and I'm doing uh, performing arts. They hear unemployed. Mm. and so it's this whole thing it's like and i gained some weight and it's like this is not a good time to start dating and then i thought about it, it's like and eh, but it's where i'm at and i'd like some romance so 
I don't know. So uh, it looks like I'm going to go back online. Okay. Once I get some good pictures. Back into the, the and, depths. Uh, back into the what? The depths of uh, online uh, dating. Yeah, I might try. Well, let me. This is going to be really distracting what I say. So let me see if there's anything else I want to tell you. Uh, no. So I'm thinking about going to the Steve Harvey site. Yes, you should definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, they're out there. Yeah, I encourage this. Delish. It's called Delightful. Mm-hmm. It's like Match, but not. So I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think you should do it, e- even if it's just for the stories on your on your podcast. I want to <laughs> know what it's like over there, and you're going to be my gateway. So uh, how, how much does it cost to sign up for Steve Harvey's site? Not a clue. Okay. Well, you should let us know. I haven't done that much research. Let us know on the podcast. So we can like get we'll a collection, get a collection plate going, and we need to get you on there. I want to know what kind of people peruse Steve Harvey's website. Are they all going to be trying to expect you to do the ninety day rule? You know, is there going to be, you know, are they going to be expecting you to, to trick them? Did everyone read the book? Right. So y'all are all going to be like using moves and counter moves on each other. I, I can't wait to see. Yeah, are they going to show up with tambourines? Like, we don't know yeah, what's are happening. there are there white people on the site? I have no idea. I, I don't even know. What like that is like another country to me. So I now I need to know. Yeah, I I feel like I am nervous that it'll be a lot of Jesus people. That mm-hmm. makes me a little bit nervous. I hope that there's right. I hope that there's some heathens. Oh, they got them. Uh, those two groups are not mutually exclusive. Mm-mm. <laughs> Fair, but but yeah, so. We'll see how it we'll see how it works out, or if I go that route versus like match or something. But I'm definitely going to do OK Cupid, and yeah, I just got to get some good photos, and then I'll head back on. That's cool. what I think I'll do, even though I'm scared. What are you, but, now? What are you scared of? I think like I feel like I should. In, this is horrible to say, but I feel like I should improve my stock first. Mm. But it's like, well, when do I stop? And I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe I should lose weight first. Maybe I should make the business take off first. And it's like, well, how long is that going to take? And I'd like some romance now. Yeah, and I think wherever so, wherever you're at is, you know, it's like if somebody likes you where you're at, then, you know, I think they'll like where you're going because life is always going to be a journey. It's never going to be a moment where, you know, you're just – you're there at the magical place of arrival so like why not just get some skin in the game whenever you're around and then you know hopefully that person will dig like not just where you're at but where you want to be mm-hmm. i hear you that, that's what i'm that, that's what i'm doing anyway um uh, you know i mean that's what i believe anyway not what i'm doing everybody knows i already got a woman but um <laughs> <laughs> this is the black Tips podcast you can find us on itunes and stitcher mm-hmm. um and podomatic just search the black guy who tips and uh we'll come up leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we'll read them on the show but only if we like them i'm gonna be honest with y'all it's only if we like them if we don't like them I'm gonna pretend like I didn't see it, dog. Mm, and we I'm, don't approve it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it real, dog. No more pass, no more passive aggressiveness in 2015, man. Uh, new oh, yeah. year, new me. Um, new us. Uh, you can also do stuff like, uh, go to the website, theblackouttips.com, become a premium member, 
leave comments on the website vote in the polls there's comments on the votes in the polls Mm -hmm. get into arguments with us on saturday we love it we love it and we love you guys um join the eugenics elite become a subscriber right there on the website oh uh, excuse me yeah yeah we were called the eugenics elite because we're pro-choice and someone said that means that we're for the eradication of black people Mm -hmm. and that uh black women should be uh they wrote a very long email that black women should be uh should not have the option of terminating pregnancies oh my god yeah yeah so me and karen are in the eugenics elite some of the people at this week in blackness i'm assuming since you talked about being pro-choice on your on your you're probably in there with us too so well i didn't uh, let let's let's not misquote me there Mm, i have a complicated relationship with abortion okay all right well maybe you're not in the eugenics elite maybe this person would like look go (laughs) listen to amber's podcast if you know maybe that person's um you know maybe you pass the qualifications to not be in the group but uh, from my, <laughs> from my understanding, if you're okay with women having a choice, you're, um, you're in the eugenics elite. So we're definitely in it. Um, then also you can do stuff like, um, support our sponsors. Um, we got two of them today. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. They got a new album out. It's called, whew, here we go. That Thatch-tastic Thatcher with Thatcher Johnson Weldon. Oh, I did it. Where's my... Where's the first my, time, too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, appreciate you. Thank you. <clears throat> it's a uh, audio play album featuring our girl, um, Thatcher Johnson Weldon. Uh, and it also stars friends of the show, Vanell, John Fouts, and uh, Lisa St. Odom. You can find it on iTunes, uh, That Thatch-tastic Thatcher with Thatcher Johnson Weldon. Whew, did that twice. Don't say that three times fast. And then, of course, we have our sexy, sexy ass sponsor. Where's that sexy music at? Oh, shit, girl. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd like to get more, wouldn't we all? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, they give you a sexy surprise for her. Secondly, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. First, uh, plus, they give you six full-length adult movies on DVD. Mm-hmm. Six. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get your gifts? It's not hard. Go to AdamandEve.com. Select any one item. Could be a adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, anything you desire. Blindfolds, whips, chains. I know some of y'all watched um, Fifty Shades of Murder. I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Sorry, sorry, Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, and you guys have a desire to beat each other up. Get into that shit, man. Go to Adam and Eve and get your stuff for free so you can beat each other for free. Uh, just go and enter uh, to adamandeve.com and enter the code TBGWT at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts. Adamandeve.com, 10 free gifts, including free shipping. TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Play me out, Kim. Crazy sometimes, I know. <coughs> well, maybe no one loves you better. With all my love, all my time, with all my heart, my soul, my mind. I will be here. I- All right.
uh does anybody wonder if christopher columbus waited until 1492 because it rhymed with ocean blue probably <laughs> can i say another thing about my life hell or yeah we moved on hell no nah, man we'll never move on from your life break it down somebody said something to me yesterday i have a friend and he likes black he's a white boy he likes black chicks and mm. i'm adorable and i make him laugh and all this stuff and i don't like him like that mm. but still i didn't know why he didn't like me so i finally broke him down Mm. And he said, you know, it was because one of the traits that I don't have is that I'm not warm. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not necessarily saying he's right or wrong, but that got me in the heart. And now, is this in person or is this like over the internet? Like, No, in person. And then he was, I was like, huh? And he's like, like that girl behind you. <laughs> Oh, damn. And she was talking to her friends, and she was kind of bubbly, I guess, and stuff like that. Mm. And, you know, he's like, yeah, she just seems really nice. Mm. So that was a thing I like, that crushed my soul. My favorite part about this story is that your ego was like, I don't even like you, but I need to know why you don't like me. <laughs> exactly. I want you to want me. <laughs> like the Smiths say. Yeah, like I don't like what happens if he does like you? Does he just become a problem? I don't I don't care. I didn't think that far ahead. I just, I just <laughs> I want people liking me. <laughs> Karen, am I frozen on your screen? I just froze on my own screen, but yes, I you thought are. you were just being really contemplative. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. let me refresh real quick. Um and then uh we'll see what's popping from there. That was weird. Um I know the audience is probably tripping in the chat room. Um all right, I'm back, guys. Amber's on top, just like her ego says she should be. I mm. like the bottom better. Hey, oh, you know what I mean? See what I did there? Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but um, or maybe I have. Either way, when um I listen to your show, you know, how sometimes you'll do like whatever i don't care you just you know you think this or whatever. i do talk back like <laughs> i like I, I try to answer like you're like oh um you guys i you don't want to hear this anyway you probably like move on ever and i'm like no i do want to hear it keep going don't stop and then or then sometimes you'll be like that's too much information i'm like well it really was it really was too much information <laughs> but i like to do it when i'm by myself or like in a car or something listening um, oh, so you don't do it like me, just any and everywhere. No, Karen does it with every podcast in when I'm in the car, when I'm trying to listen, which is totally oh. different. Um, oh, 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 you yes. said something else. My lover said something that was funny. Okay. I was talking about, I, I was doing, uh, I was, we were talking about something and I said, well, time to go, which is from. Color Purple. Right. Of course. And so. He was like, he didn't get it. So I had to break it down. It's like, okay. So Oprah's character, Sophia. <laughs> And then, and, you know, I explained the whole thing, and I was like, it's a whole thing. Like, we quote it all the time. It's a Negro thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, it's the black Star Wars. It is! <laughs> <laughs> we probably quote it just as much. Exactly! Uh, if only there was like a trophy. Like who shot, who Han shot first. Yeah. Right. You know, if you go, sister, you've yeah. been oh on my mind. Every, it's like, everybody knows what you're talking about. So, yeah, they have those quotes that you go... I know what this is. Yeah, my favorite thing is still Seely Shay's Mister. Like I, I have this saved on the on our list. 
for just every once in a while when a black person is about to get revenge on someone, I have to play the uh, African music from the shaving scene when she's about to cut his neck. Oh. Like if you ever spit like that's the that is the theme music for any minimum wage worker who's ever like spit in your water and served it to you. Like all that that's what plays <laughs> in their mind as they're like, you know what, throw his burger on the ground because he called me a bitch. And um, put it back on the grill. And, and go ahead and grill it. it. Yeah, go ahead and send it on out there. Put a nice piece of cheese across it. Right. Here you go, sir, and then all you hear is that 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 <laughs> Ah, oh, nothing better than revenge. All right. And anyway, about, that's it. By the way, feel free to, if anything else comes up and we need to go back and about your life, you 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 pull you hit the budget. We'll go back. It doesn't matter what we're talking about on the show. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, first things first. Uh, let's talk about some news. Uh, in um Beyonce and Kid Rock news. Beyonce and Kid Rock. Mm-hmm. That's right, Karen. Um, apparently Kid Rock, um, cap- tried to come out of his mouth sideways like, um, he could talk to, um, uh, talk about Beyonce any old kind of way. Oh, he, he ain't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. He don't see what happened to people who didn't yeah. come out the Go on his Instagram fa- page right now. That's all. That's all that's on his Instagram page right now. Stop. Is the hive. They are attacking. He, he didn't know. In an interview, Nobody told him. In an interview with Rolling Stone, uh, Kid Rock got into some hot water with the Beehive. Uh, while going into more detail on his decidedly anti-mainstream approach to the music industry and stance on popular music in general, uh, by the way. Because ain't nobody buying his shit. Right. Yeah, come on, kid. You're not fooling nobody. Don't try to. I hate when people try to act like, no, I'm just so off the beaten path. I don't even want to, like, sell music. Okay, guys? <laughs> I just I just happen to just do this for a living, but I'm not trying to, like, do this for a living, really. I'm too cool for that. Kid Rock, come on, dog. You, you got played out a long time ago with the right. whole white dude rapping over rock and roll beats thing. It was cute for, like, a year or two. And then everybody was kind of like, "Oh wait, this is kind of really bad rap and really bad rock." So right, you gotta, you got, you gotta be good at one or the other for people to stick around. Yeah, like don't try to act like you're back or some shit. Like you're just, you're just a dude that had a, a flash in the plan. So um, he he made a comment about Beyonce that, of course, stood out to Beyonce fans. Um, he's flabbergasted. He's flabbergasted by Beyonce worship. Beyonce to me doesn't have a fucking purple rain, have a fucking purple rain, but she's the biggest thing on earth. How can you be that big without, with at least one sweet, without at least one sweet home Alabama or old time rock and roll? People are like, Beyonce's hot, got a nice fucking ass. I'm like, cool, I like skinny white chicks with big tits. Doesn't really fucking do much for me. Oh yeah, I ain't trying to find you. You deserve that bullshit. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Because, I might even be. be yeah, because it, a little it, bit okay with this, a little bit. Right, it went to almost like personal attacks. You'd be like, that bitch ain't my shit. They'd be like, word, we don't give a fuck about her being your shit. Sing, 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 sing. Yeah, I really like that he, uh, cause he probably was doing okay. It was like the Patricia Arquette thing, probably doing okay, and then went a little racial. 
Right, and that, and you that. Know, once he, once he did the, the, the skinny blonde chick, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I think that these are horrible human beings doing a horrible thing that makes the world a worse place, but you know what? Black chick watching. Have you ever seen, uh, Batman Begins, Amber? Um, yes, I don't remember it. It's cool, it's cool. But at the Which very, that? that's the one with Liam Neeson as Ra's al Ghul when, uh, Christian Bell becomes Batman for the first time. Was it with uh, uh, Gyllenhaal? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Maggie okay. Gyllenhaal was in it. Um, Christopher Nolan directed it. So uh, anyway, at the end, the uh, Ra's al Ghul is on this train that's about to crash. And he's like, you can't let me, you can't kill me because of your code. And, you know, he knows that that's Batman's weakness. And then Christian Bale goes, I don't, I'm not going to kill you. But I don't have to save you either. And then like parachutes out <laughs> unless that motherfucker die. That's how I feel about Kid Rock where it's just like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going on your Instagram and I'm not stinging you, but I'm going to tell you this much. Uh, your ass can die. Like, I, good night. Good luck. Yeah. Um, you, uh, it's like, how can you say something like that? And just expect no backlash no repercussions and there's a lot of other people that feel like that but they fucking would dare not say that publicly yeah well i'm just i'm just it's just weird to me that he felt that that was the shot to take right. in, in an interview about him like they weren't even why, talking about her yeah like why even bring her up by the way i put a screenshot of what they did i'm sorry i'm so for this they didn't do anything fucked up. They just put That's B hilarious. Em- they put B emojis all on his Instagram to the tune of like seventeen thousand responses. <laughs> Hashtag Beehive and uh, y'all literally a bunch of bumblebees like B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B B and another B. Some people did write long form posts, but I'm so here for the bees. It's so because it's such a it's so petty. It doesn't hurt anybody necessarily, but it's so funny. Ah, it was so, like we want you to know we are here like we need more online protests in this form where someone says something stupid and we just all put, put like emojis and a, yeah emojis only on their post like don't you know, write words right um so a couple people did say some stuff here's here's uh one young underscore ambition says you have fifteen thousand followers and you're talking about beyonce laugh my ass off you're just hating on the on successful black celebrities and that's the way it appears with your comments <coughs> even if you didn't mean it like that yeah um well when he brought up the white girls i mean come on yeah exactly right. that's when he that's when he really lost me yeah i understood his point in the first ones he didn't have to swear he didn't have to be rude about it but i understood his first points yeah. right and i understand people not liking her music and all that stuff which is understandable but if you were the biggest person in the world, would you give two fucks about Beyonce? No. Yeah. It's one of those mm. things where people use Beyonce as things to catch them. You know, like, if I talk about her, I know they'll come. If I talk about her, I know they'll click. If I talk about her, I know they'll look. And she doesn't care. Yeah. And you know he wasn't saying this shit about Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera mm. and all that because they're white girls with big titties, according to him. Right. You know, they fit in his type of de- demographic. When they were blowing up, so he probably didn't have shit to say about that. So that's just that, that's just racist, dog. Um, yeah, sweet home Alabama, totally racist song. Yep, come on. Uh, Neon's twenty six. By the way, the Detroit NAACP gave this motherfucker an award one time. Yes, they did. Looking at you, Detroit NAACP. What was that? Mm. 
uh can you take it back like can you like <laughs> retroactively be like ooh, uh we we heard your comments i'm gonna need that back brother sorry so about that yeah yeah with no skinny white girls in the naazp i don't know if you looked around but i right. need my money back right and the thing about it, i think for a lot for me personally i don't care about you criticizing her music and all that shit it's like you took it to a racial point and to me yeah, that's when did. i go Oh, so you just don't like the genre of music. Yeah, because okay. the numbers for her music speak for themselves. So yes, it's like, if someone says they don't like it, you don't have to. A right. lot of other people like it. So you're, you know, there's people that don't like Kid Rock's music a lot more. <laughs> right. You know, there's a ton, say. a ton more people that don't like his music. But, you know, I, there's, there's for the people that do like him, I can see them being like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck if you like it. So that was really not even a problem. It's just when you nope. go to the skinny white woman stereotype. Right. Get exactly. the fuck out of here. Um, Naos26 says, Kid Rock just gets whiter every year. Mm. Yes. Oh, by the way, the um, anti-establishment, formerly liberal, young white dude getting older, turning more conservative. Not surprising. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you dabble in the nigga shit for when you're when you're young. <laughs> right, really. And, and then, if, then if you it get, don't sell or you don't go in, it don't go nowhere. <clears throat> yeah, as you get older, then the, the, a lot, lot less rapping in the kid rock, a lot more, Heavy lot more metal, a metal, lot more singing, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I never liked y'all anyway. Yeah, it goes fuck yourself. Um, anyway, kid rock gets whiter every year. He was a rich white kid who who got by, who got loved by. <clears throat> slumming enough to be taken seriously and he put slumming in quotes once rich white folks embraced him he ain't need the hood rap rock dies he started performing country duets and proclaiming his conservatism a dude who toured with too short i see you kid rock he's like he likes skinny white chicks but had a black girlfriend when he was a nobody and dated the porn star midori in the early 2000s i remember that somebody did they research use a yeah i like this person they got good memory and they petty <laughs> use a phony and use a culture vulture and use a crab kid rock if you didn't pander to the rednecks to maintain visibility you be fred durst dude a footnote with a mm-hmm. shitty musical error shitty musical era kid rock tommy lee should have whooped his ass i don't care what genre of music you perform but rock's posturing and his politics are what annoyed me given his personal and career history i grew up with a lot of kid rocks down white guys who could quote dr dre but now want to see obama's birth certificate kid rock switches personas based on what's most beneficial to him at the moment that kind of exploitation is born of white privilege so he's a phony ass dude to me that's all that's all i gotta say about this fucking 2000s pop culture trivia question known as kid rock crown b crown b crown b like 50 times in a row (laughs) okay Mm, I like that dude, Nas. Um, so it says some people thought he was the creator of Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, <laughs> you and Beyonce are in two different realms. You narcissistic ass. Yeah, man. Congrats on Sweet Home Alabama. It's great stuff. But <laughs> what B is raking in compared to you? Ha! I can't even believe you would even think to open your mouth and say such a blasphemy. I have respect for this man as an artist. Went out of my way to learn a couple of your songs on piano, but you will never be what Beyonce is in entertainment. Remember that shit. Where have you been in the past couple of years? Playing in bars in Nashville? Get the fuck out with that. And the last Yo. comment. 
you slimy fucking dirty ass bastard how dare you talk shit about our queen i bet you one thing she may not have a sweet home alabama and etc but she has 20 grammys and counting and career unlike your pac-man look oh pac-man looking ass oh oh that nigga pac-man damn i've never even seen that as an insult (laughs) me either i don't really get it i don't yeah i just yellow right i just like it as an insult like i'm gonna start stealing that i'm stealing that i'm calling people video game figures in 2015 mm-hmm. you old legend of zelda motherfucker <laughs> Yo, mario brothers looking motherfucker yeah, you fucking koopa ass nigga well i don't even know what that means uh, <laughs> then he put three sleepy smileys uh and it says kill yourself because oh, that's oh, always that's always productive and helpful and go right in hell you dirty fucking street rat and then laughy face at kid rock so Meanwhile on, on Instagram. Instagram. Kid Rock fucking up, man. Yes, yes. And racist ass. I hate when motherfuckers try to flip to the racism like, hey, I'm racist now. Can I white people buy my record? No. 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 Oh, okay. Well. No. Just wanna let you guys know I don't like these Negroes anymore. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to talk about something. We can talk about it later on. Oh no, we can talk about it now. I forgot because I wanted to talk about it too. You go, um, you go ahead. I'll let you do it. Uh, so I was chilling at home Friday. I did the um, podcast with uh, Justin because you guys know I'm always working. Um, we did our sports show, and I was waiting on Karen to get home. She always goes and gets her hair done every two weeks by my mom. And um, Karen came in, and she had did the big chop, man. She cut it all off, dog. Like she uh went um totally natural on them, just like um kind of on a, a whim. Mm-hmm. Um. We had had a conversation about it a long time ago. Yes. She's frozen, um, by the way. Oh, she's oh, frozen? I'll refresh. All right. She, we had a conversation about it <clears throat> where I was just letting her know that um, if, you know, I didn't know if she wanted to be natural or not. I, you know, I had talked to her, uh, I don't know, years ago, actually, originally. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't even think I saw the documentary, but Chris Rock's hair documentary was in the news. Yeah. And I was hair. just kind of like, you know... Um, I know that beauty standards, you know, especially in the U.S., very Eurocentric, very much, um, you know, you you know, like, hey, you need to look like us. And I was like, and it's a lot of work, you know, whether it's not that natural hair isn't a lot of work, but I know it's a lot of work to maintain where you got perms, relaxing oh and all that my shit. God. And so I was just like, you know, um, look at it. you know, I asked her, like, did you want to do you want to be natural <laughs> or something? And she was like, no, I haven't thought about it. And I was like, that's cool. That was years ago. Then, um, this year, you know, I was thinking about it again and I was just like, whatever it is, I don't want you to, I don't, I don't care what you want to look like, honestly, like positive or negative. Um, I'm gonna love you, but I just want you to know I'm not in the way. So don't think that it's like to appease me that you get your hair done every week. If it's just for yourself and that's what the thing you're into, that's absolutely fine. But just know absolutely with, with certainty like you look good to me no matter what and um you know and, and and so i i never thought about it again honestly like i just wanted to make sure i was understood because i think in relationships people say communication is important but then they don't really communicate or you know they something's on your mind and you just don't fucking say it so i just wanted to say it just so it would be out there so that you know she wouldn't have that hanging over her um if if that's something she wanted to transition to or something 
and uh yeah man she came home and i was you know one so proud of her because it's very brave to do that because it's such a big change and you know people gonna be asking questions and being annoying and fucking <laughs> you know like i understand that it's gonna be a thing for sure but um also you know she's very fortunate she has like a nice size head it's very round <laughs> you know she doesn't have that wavy shane battier thing on the top of her head um so i was like you know good for you and uh then we went earring shopping mm-hmm. and accessory shopping yesterday yep, it's a thing it's like a whole i didn't know it's like a whole like rite of passage <clears throat> apparently yep. um like the hoops came out and um <laughs> all kinds of i was basically just a wallet and hands <laughs> yesterday that's all <laughs> I was just in all the beauty stores and uh and, and whatnot, just holding shit. Yeah, and had all the women in their scarves looking at him like, mm, nigga, what you doing in here? Right. I, I did feel like I was out of place. I yeah, was, that would be weird. He, he even had the owners looking at him going, y'all must be looking for beard stuff. Like, oh, you in here, sir. <laughs> yeah. I was just holding stuff like, no, it's for just, I, I'll move out your way. I'm sorry, ma'am. But, uh, yeah, we went and got a whole bunch of stuff like flowers and stuff that go in your hair and whatnot. So she's all uh big into it man and uh yeah i was you know i like i said so proud of it and i think uh it definitely means something because um love like people always talk about self-love and you know how that governs like a relationship because people always like you know i'll just love you for whatever blah blah blah. that's cool but i think people preach it all the time if you don't love yourself nobody Mm -hmm. can blow and i think people don't mean it a lot of times embracing your natural self is like one of the biggest things you can do to like show that Mm self-love um especially when fear is dictating a lot of like why people don't do it so it was you know i think it's a brave step i don't think you know obviously it's not for everybody not everyone's gonna do it it doesn't Mm -hmm. If you don't do it, I'm not saying anything negative about you, but you know, definitely applaud applaud to Karen for doing it. And uh yeah, you know, I already think you are beautiful, but yeah, you you know, continue to look beautiful uh when you came in the house or whatnot. And uh, you know, and I know I can't wait to go on this hair journey with you. Um because <laughs> it's for both of us. Yeah, to see where where it's gonna go, man. Cause, you know, I know you're gonna you're planning on growing it out even mm-hmm. more and whatnot and you know, we got all these different new products in the house, so um, we're gonna see what's going on with that. Yeah, and and like I said, it was, and it's something that I've thought about for very, for years, for a very, very long time. And I'm I, I, I'm not speaking for anybody; it's just me personally. I was looking like a uh, nigga, no, because I've seen too many people do that, and they don't take care of it. They they hell looking crazy, you know. Um, just, just ignorance, honestly. You, you know, I ain't put no, I don't need more of the juices and berries on my head. My hair is nappy. You know, I need to put oil and grease. I was like, fuck that. I can't comb it. Like, I'm, I'm just speaking from my perspective. I was like, fuck that bullshit. That's a lot of goddamn work. Nope. I'll just keep relaxing my hair and going about my business and calling it a day because it, it makes me happy. And it did. You know, I'm not saying it didn't. It did. I was like, I'm cool with this. But at the same time, I know me. I'm goddamn lazy with hair. Like, like for me, hair's always just grown upside my head. Ever since I was a small little kid, me and my mama had to fight tooth and nail about me and combing my fucking hair. I wake up in the morning and go, oh, I got to comb this bitch again. I got to comb this bitch again. I got to comb this bitch. I've always been like that. What about when you had that jerry curl, though? You know what? That Jerry Curl, I ain't gonna lie. That's the best thing ever. And I know people joked, yeah. joked about that. The only reason why I got rid of it was because of coming, uh, um, coming to America and everybody joked about a uh, follow the drip. But if it went for that, I'd have probably still had that goddamn Jerry Curl to the day. I think, first of all, follow the drip is from Hollywood Shovel. Oh. 
but soul glow is from coming to america oh, okay. which might have been worse for the jericho era because that soul glow was such a funny running joke that if you had a jerry curl oh you was getting you was the, the butt of the jokes yeah and coming to america also had the plastic on the on the um the on the couch and the jerry curl stain on the wall with the one yeah. family right. so yeah it was definitely devastating for um for jerry curl america and i feel like that's why that's why eddie murphy won't perform stand-up anymore because eddie murphy feels so responsible for getting rid of jerry curl yeah, <laughs> and I think for me, uh, that was as a child. I think I was in the eighth or ninth grade because I, I actually remember the time, and I got picked and teased on so bad uh, about that particular process uh, because I actually uh, had a relaxer. Then I went to Jerry Curl. Then I went kind of went back to relaxer. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I guess from. Um, uh, by the way, here is the song, if you want to hear. Always wanted to be beautiful, sexy, one, two, three. Just let yourself go! By the way, that is hands down one of the funniest movies of all time. But, yep. uh, yes, yes. Go it ahead, is. Karen. I'm sorry. I didn't mean oh, to cut no, you oh, off. No, no, no problem. Yes, it is. And honestly, I love my Jerry Curl because believe it or not, my Jerry, when my hair, because my hair loves moisture. Like, like yes. it loves moisture. You know, even black people have different textures of hair. Even though people don't want to believe that, it's some, you know, some black people, their hair is not as quote unquote, it's called coarse. You get coarseness of the hair. My hair is very coarse. A lot of other people's hair is not coarse. You have some people, whenever they get their hair done, you know, it takes hours to air dry or they send it hours up underneath the, um, Mm-hmm. the dryer mm-hmm. not my hair 30 minutes flat my hair's like oh what a let that motherfucker go like i my hair just did does don't hold on to water um so for me with the jerry curl it you had to constantly moisturize it constantly keep it oil, constantly keep it greased and when i had the jerry curl my hair was to my shoulders like it my hair loved that phase because it was like okay uh you constantly moisturizing me i'm here for it and it just grew like crazy yeah that spray Right. I had the pink, pink, pink oil moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the little tight little spiral curls and, uh, the shit stanked. You know, like, it's like, it's a lot to it for people that don't know anything about that. And, and it's completely different from, uh, uh, well, it's called a, well, it's actually a relaxer, but it's completely different from, uh, <coughs> what white people do to their hair. Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, just going through those phases. And I've never actually had to deal with my hair in its natural form, honestly. And I remember, like, growing up as a little girl, um, when I tell you my, me and my mama used to have to fight tooth and nail, I got tired of her straightening comb my hair because I got tired of her nipping the top of my ears with that hot-ass comb that she kept on the eye. I got tired of being burned. I got tired of her, you know, hitting the back of my neck and, and not going so, so good. I got tired of her greasing it first sometimes and then hitting it with that, with the, with the, um... Uh, iron, and then you had to deal with the grease melting and that shit was hot. I'm just speaking, you know, from, from a female's perspective. All children don't go through this, but I had that type mm-hmm. of hair that you had to do that shit with or else it was just not manageable. It well, just- beauty is torture, right? It is pain. Like it is 
a lot of shit that people because it's, it's going against your natural body for a lot of the stereotypes that we have so it's right. you know getting waxed pulling hair out of your between your eyebrows it's you know um getting your nails cut getting, it's like a bunch of shit you just gotta do to to maintain that beauty and a lot of it you know can be restrictive and uh and painful but we just kind of look at it like this process but it feels like for people outside of the scope especially it's even more so it's like well we expect you to do as much as you can to get to white like get to doing it let's go right yeah. and, and and a lot of times people don't talk about the the history behind why uh you know, black people used all these chemicals and all this stuff behind it. You know, a lot of it was we were already always treated as less than, always treated as not equal, always treated as, hey, I, if I put the comb in your hair, your comb need to be slide through. If it get caught, you ain't white enough. You know, mm-hmm. always treated like there's something wrong with your hair, even to today, a lot in your natural state. Right. When actually it's nothing wrong with your hair. Your hair just grow upside your motherfucking head. But it's like, hey, your hair don't grow white like mine. So it's something wrong with you. And, you know, to me, you know, it's one of those things where for me, um, I've always, like I said, I've never cared about hair. I've, I ain't going to say I've been anti-hair. I was one of them little kids. My mama just gave up. You know, like literally, she was like, "Fuck it." They were like, "Yo, baby, looking crazy." She was like, "I'm not, I'm not fighting her." You, because once you get to a certain age, you know, your parents are like, "I'm not fighting you." So, you know, if my hair was gone with the wind, she was like, "Fuck it, your hair just be gone with the wind." Because I'm tired of fighting you on you doing your hair. It was one of them things where, you know, I didn't say this, but my attitude would be like, "Fuck it." You know, we go to church. I got, I'm looking all good, but my hair's all over my head, and you know, and everybody questioning her as a parent, but it didn't have nothing to do with her as a parent. You know, it was like you she just had that unruly runaway slave hair it just didn't want to right right tamed it was always you had to cut that hair's foot off or leaving the plantation i understand right and not only that uh i was just like i was one of them negro slaves that folded my arm like fuck it i'm not going to the plantation today you're gonna have to beat me every day because i was like no you know and then uh for me uh it was always a battle and a struggle even as i got older it was always a battle and a, and a struggle to get me to goddamn care about hair i was just one of the people who never gave two fucks about hair and i've even when i was in college i got my hair i've got my hair cut short before like even short where you used to have to like take like a pencil size curling iron to curl the top and i'll have everything else cut off so for me i've never had that attachment to hair because some people just have a real attachment to hair and a lot of that attachment to hair is built in religion it's built in beauty standards it's built but in even, your family members but even with that it's still you say you thought about this years ago it still took you years to do it right so what do you think was the hang up between doing thinking about it wanting to do it and not doing it i think a lot of it was for me honestly i was like i didn't know what my head looks like honestly i was like well i don't know what my head looks like i don't want to look crazy mm-hmm. um i don't want you know to to be judged i'm just keeping it real i just didn't want to be ostracized and growing up for a lot of black people natural it was always presented to most females as a negative thing you know you have unts and crazy you know they're like, oh you're crazy and over there going natural you know don't 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 mess with that bitch you know she over there you eating them juices and berries and shit like that you always have people tell you 
very, very negative things about being natural, honestly. I, I can't speak for everybody else, but I know for me, it was always pre- natural was always presented to me as a negative thing. It was never presented as a positive thing. It was never presented as loving yourself and loving who you are. It was always presented like, nope, don't want to do that. That's always hard work. That's, and so in my mind, I always associated that with a negative thing, you know, but you know, uh, going natural, I was like, well, hey, if you go natural, do you, you know, it was like, hey, I go natural, you know, all of a sudden I'm not going to be using deodorant, going to be using black soap and all this other foolishness. Now I'm more educated, but you know, it was one of the things where, hey, that culture ain't for me. And I've always kind of separated my, my, myself uh, from that. And I think a lot of it is just a, a mental hurdle that you've got to get over. And honestly, you have got to get to the point where you got to say, this is my decision. And I think too many people let other people make the decision for them. They let other people make the decision of the length of the hair. Right. They let other people make the decision of hairstyles. You let other people make the decision and dictate what you want to do. And those people don't really care nothing about you. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they just want to judge you anyway if they're going to have a negative reaction to a change that you would like to make. Even if it was the opposite. If, say, you had natural hair and you're like, I want to, you know, get this shit uh, permed up. If someone was like sitting around like, mm-hmm, like that motherfucker don't care about you anyway, so they shouldn't have mm-hmm. any decision making over your life. You know, they shouldn't they shouldn't be allowed to enable, you know, or to, to disable your ability to make decisions. So. Right. And, and also, well, you've always been, uh, I guess, uh, like you don't care. That's one thing I've always one thing I can say about Roderick, uh, which I think I'm going to keep it real. A lot of men uh, should pick up a trait. Who gives a fuck about what your goddamn woman's hair looks like? You don't fuck her hair. You fuck her pussy. Mm. And so oh, it's just Jesus. one of those things where a woman got to have hair down her back. Doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't change her as a person. My, my you know, I don't like a woman being bald headed looking like me. Does it doesn't matter. You don't fuck her hair. Yeah, it's, a lot of people are conditioned, you know, and I think that extends from to men, women, like everybody. We're conditioned to think certain shit and um, breaking that other condition. people are shampooed. Right. Thinking of uh some people like conditioner better. Um, but, uh, sorry. No, it's alright. It's alright. It's fine. Um, I just, I was trying not to laugh and lose my train of thought, but yes. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> now I'm laughing. Uh, but so, um, yeah, I think some people, we're so conditioned or whatever in our society a lot of times where it's like, you want to do something outside of the norm and we'll talk a good game, but then like, they don't really mean it. Mm-mm. But it's the same way that guys talk about my wife better not put on no weight. You know right. what I'm saying? If I marry you at 98 pounds, 75 years and three kids later, you better be 98 pounds, make that a sandwich, you know? Right. But, but, but yet you want me to love you unconditionally as you put on weight, bald, lose hair, you know, can't pick as much and not as strong. I'm supposed to love you unconditionally, <laughs> right. but it's not supposed to go the other way around. Fuck exactly. you. Exactly. So I think a lot of dudes fall into that, you know, that type of talking because also there's like a masculinity attached to that idea, like the stereotypical, like a real man tell his woman she going to look good and shut up, you know. And I think, uh, I, well, I've always kind of bucked that just because I don't really give a fuck what niggas think about me. But then also um, what's most important is like I think you someone loving themselves more can only make the relationship better so my whole thing is i just don't ever want to be in the way you know what i mean like i think people just feel like i have these standards and shit i'm not obviously i have my limits i mean if it was like i'm about to start i don't know 
going to the glory hole down by the train stop i'll be like all right <laughs> we might need to have a talk <laughs> yeah like that 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 that's my line you know what i mean like i can't really do that but if it's something like you want to change your hairstyle or you know when you used to get your hair like colored or something like mm-hmm. that like i'm never gonna be like what what did you do to my hair i own you woman what are you like right i, I just feel like that's so thing yeah it's so destructive and it's so such an old school stupid mentality that um i just never wanted to to have that and i also wanted to, it to be clear that whatever decision you make uh, about your personal beauty is 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 your decision you know what i mean so i just you know i and, and i and honestly it makes me happier to know it's your decision and not some shit that's like you know you should really do blank and then you just do it to appease me that's not really um a relationship in my opinion right and 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 what's so funny the the whole thing is like i don't know if it's a married thing or relationship thing but it's it is funny though when you tell people that you do certain things everybody automatically goes what does your husband think i was like bitch you ain't got to you know, I, I, on the inside that's what i'll be saying i'm like bitch this ain't his goddamn decision but i'm like oh he don't have a problem with it you right. know but what who cares not trying funny who cares what you think i'm the right. person wearing this i'm the person that has to deal with whatever consequences come behind me with hair without hair the length not you right. you know and it's just one of those things where it's like Oh, you have a man, all of a sudden, he has the, the right to your property and he must dictate every goddamn thing you do. But yeah, we're married, but we're also two individual people. But like, right. that's what I, on the inside, it makes me mad every single time I have to go through that. I put on a smile and, and just be like, he's okay with that. But on the inside, I'm like, what the fuck does God do with him? You should start telling them that I don't know. That's what I would do. <laughs> like, yeah, so uh, you went natural. What does your husband think about it? He doesn't. Right, right. He still thinks I have a perm, so right. You'd be like, when he, That's- he's coming over here. Just everyone pretend I have very long hair. Right, be like, be like, bitch, you'd be okay. Oh, and something else I wanted to say. It, uh, I'm gonna say a few more things that we can move on. Go ahead. I think it's time. um for me too. You want me to play the the silly color purple music or <laughs> you, you got this? It don't matter. I'm just joking. I think for me, uh, like a lot of uh black parents, um, and and not all parents, but a lot of black parents don't love themselves a lot of black women don't love themselves and a lot of this stems down from that not loving myself and passing on my insecurities and my fears and my you know troubles i have with my imperfections be it i'm too dark be it i'm too light Mm -hmm. be it i'm you know i got a big nose be it uh, my hips are too wide, or whatever this is. They pass no, these not, traits on no, down to their daughters. You not know, too wide. you know, you, n- not for you, but you'd be amazed at how what people <laughs> get criticized for. You know, stuff that I'm like, mm, ain't nothing wrong with you. You know, she's like, well, I was been picked on this all my life. So, so it creates these insecurities in people. Um, be it my hair's too. Uh, Karen, I believe white feminists would say all women have insecurities. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> your face is great right now. Shout out to Nicole Sandler. Go ahead, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead Karen. I can't, can't help myself. Oh, no problem. And they pass these insecurities on to their daughters. And you have, you know, generations of women where they've always got relaxers. So their mind, they're like, hey, you get of age, I'm going to smack it on your hair. And a lot of times they don't even allow the child to make the decision uh, on their own. They're like, hey, you get to a certain age. As a parent, I'm going to make the decision for you because I don't want to fight a tussle with your hair, whatever the reason may be. 
uh, because I don't know how to deal with my hair in this natural state, and I'm not going to take the time to learn how to deal with your hair in this natural state. And a lot of times uh, I think that parents put relaxers and shit on children's hair way too early. You know, um, a lot of times before the hair has even got to a stage where it matures and and truly gets into its natural format, you smack the relaxer on it because you just don't want to deal. You don't want to tussle or struggle or, or anything like that. A lot of times you end up ruining a child's hair permanently from putting chemicals and shit on a child's head at a very, very young age. I got my first relaxer when I was like eight or nine. And I remember getting it. It was very, very traumatizing because mm-hmm. I didn't understand you were supposed to scratch and all that shit. And you sitting there, the shit burning. And, and I don't kind of know what the fuck was happening or what the fuck was going on. All I know, it was traumatizing and I did not like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a while, you become conditioned to that because it's one of those things where women, that's the quote unquote cost of beautiful of being beauty. Uh, you know, being beautiful, you know, that's the, the, the cost of, you know, trying to get a man, trying to catch a man, talking about for straight women, trying to get a man, trying to catch a man. He ain't going to want no woman, you know, they, they, they got hair on the legs. He ain't going to want no woman, you know, they got hair on the belly. He ain't going to want no woman They don't cut a bikini line. You making all these false ultimatums for a woman and she don't even really know. She might meet a man to go, baby, I like hair everywhere on your goddamn body. You don't know, but you putting these pressures on her to live something that she might not want. And a lot of times... Society never gives young ladies the right and the choice to decide for their own what the fuck they want to do. And there's so many adults that are trapped in this bubble where they don't even, if you ask them what they want, they truly probably can't tell you an answer. If you ask them what they want, well, my mama, no, 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 what do you want? Well, my dad, no, 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 my husband, what do you want? They, a lot, a lot of women have never sat down and, and thought mentally, what do I want to do? Be it with my career. Mm-hmm. Be it with my hair, be it with my life, be it whether or not I want to have children or not. Because society has always put these things on you and want to put women in a box, in a bubble. And if you step anywhere outside of what we think you should do, it becomes issues and problems. Even when black women with natural hair, um, the, the business world just got to the point where it's okay. Because mm-hmm. you, you, years ago, you walk into a place with natural black hair. They will look at you like, nigga, if you don't get out of here and smack a relax upside your head because yeah. we don't, what, what is, what is happening with your head? Right. You just walk in there like, oh, so you obviously don't care. Right. That's the thing. You, know, you, just, <laughs> you but, just, what do you right. have a janitorial staff or something? Right. Versus this is how my hair grows. My hair doesn't grow like your hair, but they don't look at it like that. And that's why you have people make these silly rules and procedures because I didn't think about it until you did the interview with that, with that, the lady that does the weather. Oh, mm-hmm. if y'all, if y'all, y'all go back and watch your news anytime you watch the news the main anchor ladies the lady that does the weather none of the people have natural hair and, more, and they rarely have short hair if they have short hair it's not all the way bald because hey you need to have long even black women you got to have long luscious hair it got to move it got to wave and regardless of if these women want it or not they go this is what our viewers want so it's one of those things where you have got them stuck in a box i never really thought about that until you interviewed her about how once you decide to go against that ground it becomes a problem but who cares the fuck you just reporting the weather other news to me man i can't believe my interview medium talk 24 meteorologist ronda a lee change your life karen it, it, it really did. i do life changing interviews son it really because it really made me made me think and just made me process and i've slowly seen people around me go natural like 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 people like co-workers mm-hmm. some of my friends I mean, it was a lot of, it was a lot of camaraderie up in that hair shop. Like, people was looking at me like, look at you taking her to the process. I was like, 
I'm just here to pay for this shit. Um, I, the faster she goes, the quicker I'm out of here. I'm sorry, ladies. But it was like, I saw a couple, like this one woman had, um, twist. And she also, and her twists were like pink or something. Like, I don't know what she did for a living. Maybe she was like a rock and roll star or a stripper or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, but it was natural and, but it was also twisted up and stuff and kind of long. And she just kept looking at me and I was like, what the fuck is she looking at me like this for? Um, and, and then when we went to go check out, she was ahead of us and then she kind of gave me the nod, like, good job. And I was like, I didn't realize this was a community this is like when it is two black people see each other at work and we do the head nod apparently there's a natural hair head nod you know mm-hmm. too right that, that's in the game or something like it was just this kind of like mm-hmm, good job now before i go on is one of these things but i've never been in the battles people have because a lot of i'm taking keeping it real a lot of people get extremely stupid when it comes to natural and relaxed hair like it it is like a big division that's like democrats and republicans like fuck you bitch fuck you bitch fuck you bitch with your shea butter fuck you bitch with your creamy crack (laughs) they're all up and down my goddamn timeline i don't care you know like like it, it it gets really serious whatever you choose to do be happy with that that's all i'm saying like you be happy with you and um but i know for me i'm just giving my opinion about the transition that i went through to get here but i know a lot of people get really personal and you also have a lot of people that are natural that literally turn their nose up like look at you like bitch you are less than if you are not natural i don't care whatever makes you happy makes you happy you know but i but i can speak for me um because i'm coming from a no judgmental zone you know but you know when you begin to talk about these things a lot of times people automatically assume that you're coming from a judgmental i'm better than you place no i'm I'm not i'm just going through my particular transition that got me here and i know for um me a lot of people around me began to slowly go natural and some people i've met in life have been natural for years and they told me you know about how when they first started how they got criticized by their family members how they was talking about you got that kinky shit that nappy shit you know and and criticized them just going through the process when they was like now they were like your hair is beautiful and they was like yeah it's beautiful it took a while to get here and y'all watch this transition you know, but you have to go through the transition in order to get to where you want to be. And I think a lot of times people automatically are turned off by certain things on both sides right. when it comes to the debate. I don't care what you do, but I know for me, this has been something that I've kind of been slowly transitioning in. And uh, my, my my buddy DeVille, she went natural. I got a coworker that went natural. A lot of people go natural for various different reasons. I know for me, I'm getting older. And mm-hmm. also... um a lot of like sometimes my edges and stuff sometimes they break like i'm just and you know on twitter you can't have broken edges can oh, <clears throat> you been a notch you can't it's impossible you take a picture i have sideburns so i'm like royalty oh <laughs> mm. oh i they do love t- that i do too i, tr- I trim it with roger's mustache uh i mean mustache trimmer okay yeah <laughs> i was like there's gotta be a word missing there <laughs> yeah i meant trimmer yes <laughs> mustache trimmer and so for me it's this whole kind of transition or phase. And, and one thing I can say is that uh, when I left here Friday, I was going down the road and I took my hands and I felt my hair and I was rubbing in my hair. And I know I needed to relax. So I just rubbed it in my hair. And I was like, 
maybe I should cut it off. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Now, like, like this is this is literally how I came up with this decision, y'all. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I don't know. Then I was like, well, I don't really give a fuck about hair. I'm tired of my hair being being blown in the wind. I don't ever comb it. It's all over my head when I wake up in the morning. I look like I just rolled up out of bed when I go to work. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, literally, this was the decision going up the road through the stoplights. So I got to, I got to to the house and uh, me and your mama sat down and your mama a few weeks few months ago she gave me um no she didn't give me she let me read she got that curly nikki book okay because layla's hair is natural like you know because she's a child and so she got that book because your mom is a beautician so she got that book to find ways to better take care of of layla's hair in her natural stage Uh, also shout out to white people y'all can do the same thing with y'all black kids all right go ahead yeah yes you can it's okay to get a book and um so she began to educate herself she began to learn how to do natural styles and things like that and she's teaching layla how to take care of her hair in her natural stage and she was saying that the choice will always be layla's to decide what she wants to do she said, I will never strip her strip her of the right of choice. She said, but I want her to know what her hair is like in its I'll, natural You know, format. also, everything kind of sends a message. Like, I know we don't like to think of it that way, but you do kind of send a message to your kid where you're like, I know you're eight, which means now it's time to get your hair done so you can be, like, a respectable part of society. It does send a message. Even if you don't want it to, it kind of does go, well, your natural state is wrong, Right. And it's a message that we don't send everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, like, for boys, we don't get the me- that. Like, Mm-mm. you get your first haircut, which might be traumatizing, but you never get this, your hair is wrong. What is wrong with your head? It's wrong with this shit? Right. Like, we don't ever get that message. So, But we send that to girls. And then especially, like, you know, like you said, black women, it's even more excruciating because, like, no, we need to put this thing that burns your scalp on your head for a while. Right, leave sores. Out, and then, yeah, and then no, don't touch it, don't scratch it, don't itch it. Um, and uh, oh yeah, by the way, um, you need to do this every two weeks. Um, like it is it, like even you know it gets drilled down in you after a while. So while some people do embrace it, I know like Karen's not very much of a um, like Karen's kind of like. I'm not putting on heels type of person, right? Oh, I could give a fuck. Like, she's, like, not very much into the male gaze necessarily as far as being like, let me go out here and, you know, get my my Beyonce on and repeat that style. Or, oh, what's hot now? So-and-so's hot? Let me do that. So, to me, it was, it was kind of like, you know, it makes sense. You know, like, when you came in, um, like I said, also you have, you know, naturally round head, which, you know... You know, Helps. that's, that's just genetics. That's just genetics, guys. Um, like she just came in and it was just like, like at first I didn't even notice. I was like, did she? Yeah, I didn't think he did notice. I was like, did she pull all her hair back? <laughs> she got in a wig. <laughs> like, I was like, did she, well, was she brush it all back? That is a different style. That then I've I never like, seen before. Yeah. Then I was like, maybe she just cut it down. Um, uh, cause sometimes you go like kind of low, but not mm-hmm. that low. Right. And then I was like, Oh, I didn't notice that necessarily because it just looks natural on you. Just, you right. Know, it looked good. So, yeah, and and also I think for for me, then I say, "Oh my God, what have you done to my hair?" No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> I own you. I own your head. I don't love head. you anymore. Get out of my house. Get away from me, bitch. I became a Tyler Perry character. I was like, <laughs> and Smack. I hate and I hate Jesus too. Smack. Get out. Smacking me and shit. Then I run to right. my light skinned lover. I'm having sex with a white woman. And I'm and I'm taking the house. Come right. save me, light skinned man right. that really loves Jesus. Right. <laughs> then Rick Fox showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> right. And he was like, it was him, Jesse Williams, The Rock. <laughs> right. 
Christ. And they was all going around preaching. And I was like, oh, no, I've I seen the errors of my ways. It's too late. It's too late, Karen. That moved on. Right, right. And, and I think the thing for me is when I got home and when I got to your mama's house, uh, me and your mama sat down. We talked for about 30 minutes. And I was like, I'm thinking about cutting my hair, about going natural. She said, you are? I said, yeah. And we began to talk about your Aunt Sharon, because your Aunt Sharon went natural about yeah. a year and some change ago. And her hair is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, she had that same type of runaway slave hair as you did. Right. She used to have a jerry curl, you know, right. like. Years ago, yes. Yeah, like she, she's, like, her hair is free now. It's a freed man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's free, 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 for mm-hmm. real. And. We sat there, we talked, and, you know, we talked about the book and things like that. And, and it was one of the things where I kind of did my research. So I wasn't going in blind, per se. You know, I would go on a message board, you know, and see people go through their transition. So it's not like I'm just chopped it off and like, well, what do I do next? Right. You know, I, I wouldn't dare. There's a lot more materials out there if you do this now as opposed to, say, if you did this like 20 years ago. That's what your mama was saying. So, yeah, I could, yeah, I could definitely see a lot of education. I mean, I don't even care or know anything about natural hair like on purpose but i know a lot of shit through osmosis like people i follow mm-hmm. on twitter uh like you said youtube videos uh discussions that i'm privy to through people arguing this shit you know people that that we just know you know so yeah and and also something that i, I seen something in the chat that made me uh, um, um made me think about this something i can say for uh people that have always had natural hair this is natural to them and a lot of people who got relaxers and move over for a lot of them it is a fad like 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 it's literally they doing it because like 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 reverse it's almost that's the thing to do versus mm-hmm. is that what they really want to do i'm not trying to be funny yeah. like if you're going to do the transition it needs to be your choice and your decision mm-hmm. not because you're following the fad or the fade or you want to be you know accepted by the in crowd you know, because yeah. I think a lot of people do that, and then they and, and then, then they revert back. But you have a choice to revert back at any time. Right. But I think for a lot of women to go natural, that's kind of, to them. To some of them, they feel offended because they're like, "Well, bitch, you don't really care. You're just over here because you don't want to be left out of the shape of the group, not because <laughs> you really care about the health of your hair." Right. You the know, shape, the shape of the group. Right. But, but but you know what though, if it doesn't matter, why it's your choice. So that's if, true. If, if you want to do it because it's a fad. Maybe you'll find you like it. Maybe you won't. But yeah, I mean, too. try something different. I don't think there's anything um, negative that could come of that. I mean, Me you know, if anything, you're kind of giving a shot, giving yourself a shot at something new. And, you know, uh-huh. even if you revert back, it's not like a failure or anything. It's just like, no, it's not. I did this and now I'm doing that. You know, I just think it's cool when people are ever on a journey to like love themselves and embrace themselves i think that's always dope yeah and i think that that this transition is is wonderful and uh, and i think that the thing that was the most and i'm a uh uh touching to me is that a few weeks ago uh me your mama and morgan uh, um his brother's wife um was uh sitting in the room where she does my hair and uh we had talked about it. that's why i got it cut before but i didn't get it cut all the way down because mm-hmm. i was like well yeah i, I get it cut because you know every now and then i do i get it cut really 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 short quite not quite this short but short so i got it cut short so um we were sitting there and uh she started cutting my hair and then layla came in the room and Layla was like you getting all your hair cut off <laughs> i was like and she said i'm not used to it i was like it's it's okay baby don't don't shed no tears she was like um, it, I th- I think it was more traumatizing for Layla 
Uh, but um, I'm glad she's seen the process. But I think it was very traumatizing for Layla because Layla was looking like, I was like, I'm going natural. She was like, my hair natural. I said, yeah, baby, but you had nine years to grow your hair <laughs> to the length that it is now. <laughs> Right. I say uh, he has a catch it up to do. Right. I yeah. was like, baby, you know, I'm brand new to the natural process, you know. Yeah. And then uh, when she when your mom was taking the edges, she was edging my hair up. And so she was uh, going like, you know, getting rid of sideburns and stuff like that. Because you know, women naturally have testosterone, which causes, you know, the sideburns and the hair up and down the neck. So your mom was taking the, 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 the trim, the uh, clippers and, and, you know, clipping some of that hair off, too. And she was like, you got hair up and down your neck and on the side of your head. I was like, yeah. I said, then I looked at her and said, it ain't nothing but that testosterone. <laughs> she say, what's the testosterone? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I fell out laughing. I think it was traumatizing for her, but I think I'm glad that she got to experience it because it's one of those things where I want her to know that the length of your hair doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, because Layla hair is naturally beautiful. And I mean, it's down her back. I mean, she has gorgeous hair and it's just one of those things where her being a little girl showing her that the length of your hair does not define your womanhood. It does not define who you are. It does not dictate who you're going to be in life. It does not, you know, determine your mates. You know, none of this really matters because none of that stuff determines who you are on the inside because you can have hair all the way down your back and still be a fucking asshole that has nothing to do with anything if you're still an asshole a jerk you a dick that's yeah. what you're gonna be regardless of how long your hair is right. and so to me i felt like it was a beautiful thing for her to see that and uh rodney came in there and morgan came in there and your dad came in there and layla was in there and they all literally sat and watched her cut my hair like, they sat around, and they watched her cut it with the clippers. They watched it all fall. They watched her take the the clippers and, like, um, cut it down lower and lower. I think, I think that, um... Did they play, did they play this music? No. Hey, no, not... Because then she might have been getting ready to cut more than your hair. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hope not. <laughs> you, said, you said she did shave you, so... Yes, yeah, we well, 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 not with that type of blade. Oh. Um, but uh, so it was just a a process, and and the thing is, for those of you that don't know, Morgan is white, and so we sat there, and Morgan looked at me, and she was like, "I am so proud of you." She was like, "Um, just to see you go through this transformation." It it was like she was so supportive and rodney was so supportive and your dad and we made jokes and things like that because you know we always joke about every damn thing but you know it was just a fun process and i think the thing that was the most encouraging was to know that they it was a a no a no judgmental zone because i think for a lot of people when they go through this transition they're tied to the length of their hair They, they they have connections with their hair and there's nothing wrong with that but to me i never had that connection because i was like fuck a hair so i was like cool cut it off i want it like like i didn't i wasn't traumatized you know some for some people it is a a traumatizing experience because you're watching something that has been a part of your life for so many years all of a sudden go away. So for a lot of people, it's very emotional draining, it's, it's traumatizing, it's, it's devastating for a lot of people. But for me, I was like, cut it out. Like, you know, yeah. it, 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 like it, it was no attachment for me. So it wasn't a tear fest. It wasn't, Oh my God, wash my hair. I was like, okay, up, up, sweep it up. Let's go. Well, let's see how you feel about Monday after work. 
Uh, true. And I know people are going to be talking then. Lord. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting, um, because I think, uh, for me, uh, that's why I got my earrings and things like that because I was like, hey, I, I want big earrings. Like, mm-hmm. I like y'all. I, I got some hula hoop earrings. I got the biggest earrings that they had at the store. Yeah, we're bringing the 80s back up in here. Right. Apparently. Right. Right. So I got the earrings and, and I got, uh, I got me some new lipsticks and lip glosses. Um, I got me headbands with flowers and shit like that. Cause I am going to eventually let it grow back out, but I want it to grow back out in its natural format. Yeah. And so to me, um, it means a lot to know that. Like my family haven't even seen like my mom and all them they hadn't even seen it yet so that's a whole nother thing in itself and it really don't matter because like my aunt Chris she got her hair cut like this so they've seen people like this before but most yeah. of my family is not like this or if they or if they have gone natural they do it where they do like where you have two textures of hair you have your relaxed hair and your new growth. And you just kind of just let your new growth grow out. Uh, but you still are fighting two textures of hair. And I didn't, you know, and there's some people that can make that smooth transition. I didn't want to battle that. I was like, I'm going to have one texture of hair. Fuck it. I'm not battling two. Mm-hmm. I want one texture of hair for me personally. And so it's like, if I'm going to train it and we're going to go through the process, I, I don't want to, because I know a lot of people do that not to lose length, which I completely understand it, it. You know, if you have that attachment to the length of your hair. But for me, like I said, I never had attachment. I could give two fucks about hair growing upside my head. It was annoying. And shout out to Sterling's wife, Quita, because Sterling said that Quita just got our hair cut, too. So shout out to her, too. So we're going through this transition together, honey, because same thing. You wake up, you look in the mirror, you're like, fuck, I just don't feel like combing my hair. I, I know some women, their thing is wake up every morning. 45 minutes an hour. They, you know, it's like Beyonce's makeup crew in there. I, I'm, I'm just not that type of a person. Um, Amber, do you, you have natural hair too, right? Yeah, I'm starting locks. <clears throat> how did you, um, <clears throat> how did you, like, did you have a transition? Have you always had it your whole life? No. Um, <clears throat> I was on the creamy crack for a while. And when I was in college, I changed my life. I just kind of got my S together. And I'm sorry, I got my shit together. Mm-hmm. And it was, Oh this my god, of, did you just curse? Oh my god, oh god. I, I corrected myself. <laughs> we had to scrap, we had to scrap the whole show. Oh god. Um, no, we're not, we're not. Alright, uh, welcome to the blackout tip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. So I got my life together, um, and as a part of it, I hate doing my hair as well, even now. It's a whole thing. And so, there was just something that said, just go for it. So what I did was I cut off the, I got it short and then I put in a texturizer and I loved it. And then I worked with some people over the summer had dreadlocks. And so I started to lock and I had locks for five years. Then I cut them and did creamy crack. And then I was like, this is ridiculous. Cause I went to beauty school mm. and in beauty school there, except for relaxing, or braiding there is nothing to do that they teach you to do with natural hair Mm. and i was so pissed and like i went in to get it done and they were like they the girl i got by a student and the girl had to call over another student then had to call over one of the professors i mean it was just it was traumatizing. They don't train them on natural hair, especially natural black hair. If you're not she smacking was, a relaxer on it, they're not trained in it. Nope. And this was a white girl. And, you know, God love her. She was petrified. And, you know, the, the they were basically like, yeah, we, we got nothing for you. And so I uh, did the big chop again. Mm. And I did dreadlocks for three years. 
and then I cut it and went to Creamy Crack for like three minutes, and now I've uh, now I've got uh, baby locks. Oh yeah, I thought I saw something when you turned your head. I thought I saw uh, you yeah. doing some stuff up there in the back, man. Oh wow, it's long too. All right. Yeah, yeah. I started them when my hair was longer. It was a big afro. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, cool. Well, um, now did you have any like people change their views on you? Did anyone, you know, start expecting you to be a certain type of person? Because you know, I think there's a lot of stereotypes with natural hair just as well. Um, I was pretty lucky. People thought it was pretty cool. Of course, I had the. You know, the white fascination. Mm. But uh, when I got it done, you know, God love them. What are you going to do? It's something different and they're not mm. used to self-control. So it was, you know, I ended up being okay. Yeah. Like, because I always thought, like, when you see scissors with natural hair after India, I really, like, I expect a lot of pro-blackness. Uh, in- <laughs> A lot of incense burning in your house. And it's funny because it, it totally was. I totally did become more <laughs> Afrocentric after that. <laughs> and, and I don't, and I, and I think that that is a beautiful thing. I, like I said, it goes back to a lot of people who consider that negative, but it's not. And something else I, I want to say, and not to change the topic, but before we move on, I want to tell everybody out there on Twitter and Facebook, thank you because man, I put the pictures out there of like Rodney and Morgan and your mama and all of us. And got so much great feedback. I even had um, some of people that follow me that were white was telling me that I look like Peter, and some of some of was saying that I would cut my hair like that, you know, but I don't know how to grow out and things like that. So, you know, I'm not here for a cause or a movement or anything like that. It's just one of the things where this is just a, a transitional phase for me, and it just means so much to get all the love and people telling me I'm looking great and people telling me, "Hey, boo!" Like, like that's that stuff means uh, means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was so many people booze. Well, yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> like to see people go through changes, and they like to see people kind of embracing themselves. And I, I think that's a magnetic personality trait and a magnetic event. So, you know, I think people always respond to that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's dope. Um, all right, we got news, news like articles and shit. Um, Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm has some stuff to say about one of Amber's favorite topics, um, diversity in Hollywood. Uh, diversity All in right. Hollywood. Um, she got okay. stopped by TMZ uh, like she was coming out of somewhere. Um, and wow, do TMZ have, like, trackers on people? Uh, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, some of them, I think, even, some of them even contact TMZ to tell them, like, I'm going to be at this club. Okay. Uh, but here's our clip. Thanks for waiting, guys. I think that was really sweet of you. Michelle. Oh, gosh. Are you going to be the Green Lantern? (laughs) That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Really? Yeah, I think it's so stupid for, like, everybody. Because of this whole, like, you know, like, minorities in Hollywood thing. Well, it's been all over the Internet, But it's so stupid. It's like, stop stealing, you know, all the white people's superheroes. Like, make up your own. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up with that? That's awesome. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. I can't. She was joking, right? Nope. Stop stealing all the white people's. White people's superheroes? Well, she did post another video, said what I meant, what she really meant was Was her. Dot, dot, dot. Her and her cat. 
uh on facebook posted an apology the cat was like i'm not trying to help with this (laughs) (laughs) i didn't say it i don't know if you noticed but i'm a brown i'm a black i'm a black cat and i don't agree hey guys i want to clarify about my comment yesterday i um by the way let me just say how powerful is black twitter roasting is so good within like an hour of it leaking this video she was on facebook like hey guys so (laughs) 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 oh Oh, like i know people shit on black twitter but i never will i love it like Mm -hmm. that's so relentless and also it's powerful like people Mm -hmm. try to act like uh something wrong with it because people think anything with black people in mass is wrong, wrong like a negative and less than but um it's it's what drove all this black women starring on tv shows i hope y'all know that like right. diversity on, on tv that's a black thing that's because yeah. black people live tweet this shit and they've given audiences and advertisers new avenues to make money that they didn't know even existed yeah so yeah like as much as you want to shit on it there wouldn't be a nicole bahari starring vehicle without black twitter there wouldn't be thursday night on abc there wouldn't be um you know these new shows that are coming out either even with other um empire blackish fresh off the boat like like like, even though they're not black it's like people they're starting to branch out to all these other audiences that are out there yeah so you know we can shit on it all you want but it's it's i think it's changing things for the better for the most part me too (laughs) stuck my foot in my mouth once again and i said that uh, people should stop trying to steal um, white people's superheroes. And um, <laughs> I guess it got taken out of context because a lot of people... Got- um, did it? Did it Mm-mm. get taken out of context? Or did the whole minute in something video kind of show the whole thing? Hmm. Interesting. Got offended or whatever, but like... Or whatever. No, they, they got offended. It was not or whatever. Mm-mm. I have a tendency to like, you know speak without a filter sorry about that what i really meant was that you know ultimately at the end of the day there's a language and the language that you speak in hollywood is successful franchise and um and i think that there are many cultures i already feel like it's traveling off huh Mm -hmm. you got got a minute left a minute left Mm -hmm. yep this is longer than her original comments i wonder if she can save it in Hollywood that are not white that can come up with their own mythology and um, I mean we all get it from the same reservoir mm. of life the fountain of life it you know and it doesn't matter oh, what culture you come from I'm just saying Put that the doobie down I-, I would love for her to just say I don't even see race I don't know why everyone is as far as I can say all superheroes are the same right and the thing is like her making that com- com- comment and people's outrage you want to act right, and let's say you was up for people considering you for these roles, because now those people, to get those roles, make a lot of goddamn money. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to fuck that up by saying dumb shit. Instead of trying to turn a, a girl character into a guy, or instead of trying to turn a white character into a black character or Latin character... I think that people should stop being lazy and, you know, and, and that people should actually make an effort. Mm-hmm. Wow. Stop being lazy, black people. Oh, I'm ready. I'm so ready for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, don't tell her because she would beat my ass. And she's cute, so I might like it a little bit, but still. Mm-hmm. 28 seconds left. Effort in Hollywood Ooh. 
to develop their own mythology. It's time to stop. Stop trying to, you know, take what's already there and try to fit fit a culture into it. I think that it's yeah. time for us to write our own mythology and, and our own story. Stop co-opting white culture, black people. Every culture. So that's what I really meant. And I'm sorry if it came off, you know, rude or stupid. Um, it's not what I meant. So cheers. All right. So, Amber, I guess you would like to say something first or... Oh, girl. No. Okay. Firstly of all. First through seventhly of all. (laughs) We're just going to pop out and make our own mythologies. Let's go ahead and do that. Mm -hmm. Seven, eight through fourteenth of all. These characters aren't black or white or Hispanic or whatever. They're made up. And just like that guy who made Spider-Man said, um, the the, um, the writer said, Spider-Man is not white. He's whatever I want him to be. Yes. Exactly. Why are people upset? I am so sick of this thing that says, well, if you're a certain popular, you know, there's more white people. What are you going to do? They're going to be the ones that go. And I think people pull the, well, it's a business card too much because... That's really not how it is. It's laziness. Oh, by the way, calling us lazy, like we're not out here hustling and not getting jobs and not getting represented places. Calm the fuck down. If there are groups that are not trying to mobilize the most, it has been people of color in Hollywood. By the way, your dumbass wouldn't have a job if there weren't people Mm -hmm. co-opting white culture, as you said. Fuck you up your ass because you were with Vin Diesel in a movie. Do you think that they wanted that they that you were a top choice? Do you think that they said what is most profitable is have this butch ass Hispanic kid or would they have had a big busted yellow haired woman? Which one would have made more sense? So thank you very much. Calm the fuck down. That was a major motion picture you were in. So maybe you should be quiet about having people of color be in stuff and stealing it from the stealing food from the mouths of these precious Aryans. I don't think so because we're hustling. We're not getting picked when obviously we have shown, and I don't care what anybody says, people like Tyler Perry have shown we can mobilize. And what he did was he trained people because I used to be, I used to be a ride or die for Tyler Perry back when he was doing plays um, because I love his plays And, like, I traveled to Pennsylvania from Boston twice to go see his shows. Mm. And one of the things about it is he was training us. He said, listen, when Diary of a Mad Black Woman comes out, go opening weekend. I'm not just saying to go. Go opening weekend because when they count the numbers, it's not cumulative. They start with the opening weekend, so don't wait to see it. And so when Diary of a Mad Black Woman came out, I went there opening weekend because I knew that those numbers mattered. So when you have dumb bitches like this saying, here's how you, how you make a change is you make up your whole, a whole other genre, a whole other thing. And then you come in and you somehow get your foot in the door with your whole other thing that doesn't have five decades of backstory just make up your own shit and it'll work out it sounds like what she's saying Mm -hmm. and it's bullshit we're working or trying to work 
And it just, oh, she makes me so mad. You know what's funny, Who too? Who does she come off? What's funny is uh, she played Rain Ocampo in um, Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. That, that that was not a Latino woman in the um, in the video game, but she was in the movie. Interesting. Characters are just characters. Yeah. Like, you know what? She had me for a second because I understood what she was saying mm-hmm. because I thought it was sort of like with with hair. Because one of the things I want is I want my hair to be blowing in the wind, and I can get that with dreadlocks and not have to, you know, worry about it. So I thought she was saying something like, oh, you know, back to the natural thing, like, oh, you can have beautiful hair, you can have a beautiful style, you can be beautiful just with your own natural hair. Like, just do you have, you know, I thought that's what she was saying. I It was misguided, but I understood what she was saying. And then I was like, oh, no, she's saying just make up your own shit because white people should be able to have their thing. People will come to shit. Right. Not to mention, I mean, in comic books, things change all the time, you know. And if we're going to be fair about it, um, the people I've seen talking about wanting a African-American Spider-Man or Latino Spider-Man, they're mostly talking about the character of Miles Morales, which now has about three to four years of history to the character and has plot lines and all this stuff. And he is Latino and African-American that that's not like that story has been made. So why? Like, so she's done no research. She just immediately was like, Oh, how dare they try to put these African-American Latino characters on screen unless they completely create them from scratch. Well, some of them have been already. So that's, that's part of it. The other part is, um, uh, have you seen the Grand Lantern Corps? Um, put them on screen for you. She could have been any of these motherfuckers. Like, the Green Lantern, uh, is not just that one dude, Hal Jordan from you, the U.S. Uh, I always thought he was black. <clears throat> there's also a black one. Yeah. There's, a, you know, there's also like a tentacle one. There's also like a giant pink one that looks like a pig and, and the thing had sex. Like, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there that's not just, you know, as simple as, one or the other but yeah it, it's funny because it reminds me of this quote from uh the movie uh five heartbeats one of my favorite movies when um they told him we want you to sing the song but then we're gonna put these white dudes on the cover of the album because that's what makes money people won't buy it. and he said how come the crossover don't never cross over to us crossover ain't nothing but a double cross and that is how i feel about this shit where it's like how come it can never cross the other way like, how come, uh, when Michael B. Jordan becomes, um, you know, Johnny Storm, we gotta have like a fucking, oh my God, come to Jesus, guys. This is a, a black guy's gonna do the thing. Oh man, how's he gonna light on fire on the screen? It's gonna, you know, black people hate fire. Like, it's just so, <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous <laughs> to, to have this happen. But when it goes the other way, which it has in Hollywood for years, it's like, yeah, that well, apparently they're doing Avatar with no Asian people. They're just, fuck it. Like, just, we don't gotta do that. And, and, and that movie flopped, by the way. And you're like, so, really, you, you like, we're, we do, you do come up with an original concept. You do create, create it from the ground up. And you still pull the double cross when it's time to go Hollywood. Like, come on, man. And, and I think for me, uh, it shows her ignorance, her lack of research, her not mm-hmm. knowing anything about the comic book genre. And I'm not trying to say she got to be on top of everything, but 
you're making sweeping statements when you don't know what you're talking about and you're saying it out of a place of being uneducated. And what about the thousands of stories that black people did create that was stolen? Like the literally storyline, the plot and everything was literally just stolen and never came to light the original creator of, of these things, which may happen to be a minority person. Mm-hmm. But because you don't know this, you just assume that we are not creating our own. I mean, there's static shock. There's, there's a lot of stuff that right. could get a movie, but there's a reason these things have a harder time getting to be a movie because they received to be black things. So it's like, well, we'll take the seventh shot on Spider-Man before we give one shot, the static shot as a, as a character. Like it's, you know, it's like to deny the entire com- complex, uh, that's being built around Hollywood and their attitudes towards race, their attitudes towards even guys like Denzel Washington who they're like, we should, we need to stop making Denzel Washington movies. Like if you've got to stop making Denzel movies, then you know they're going to have to stop making, I don't know, Anthony Mackie, uh, um, Derek Luke, um, you know, any up and coming black dude, you know, they're looking at them like, we can't even sell Denzel. No, we don't want, we don't want your ass. So, yeah, I, you know, to hear her say that is just, I don't know, it's such a place of privilege, especially when she's had it done for her twice. She was also in Blood Rain as yeah. a character that was not Latina. So, um, you know, easy for you to talk. Um, Let's see. What else can I do to piss Amber off? Oh, here's another story. <laughs> Study. Lighter skinned black and Hispanic people oh, look smarter to white people. A long time ago. Uh, wait. As long as 2005, um, an ABC News report on colorism called it an open secret in the black community. Two more recent documentaries about the issue. 2011 Dark Girls and 2015 Offshoot Light Girls. Uh, Ember has a great podcast on white girls. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a great, it was, uh, great, uh, great insight. Um, present, it's, it primarily as a source of pain, presents it primarily as a source of pain inflicted both on and by African Americans. There's a broad assumption that this phenomenon, a preference of, for light skin over dark and accompanying discrimination is contained within the black community and other communities of color. But now research suggests that some white people buy into colorism too. What? You don't say. Which has a lot to do, like, not only does it do, has to do with the color of the skin, it's your name, the way it looks. People, if your name, quote unquote, sounds black, they will chuck that shit in the trash can and never interview you. Um, so it says in a new study published in the journal Social Currents, Villanova University's Lance Hannon found that all things being equal, White interviewers deemed the lighter-skinned blacks and Hispanics more intelligent than darker-skinned people who had identical educational achievement, vocabulary, scores on political tests, and variety of other factors. The results provide good reason to believe that what Hannon calls white colorism exists, and they raise concerns about what unfair complexion-based beliefs about who's smart and who's not can have in every area of American life. But you know what? Like I said, and, and we've talked about it before. It's funny how you need a motherfucking study to show you something that's goddamn obvious. Yeah, I said this to Justin because we adjusted uh, for people that, you know, listen to Balls Deep and stuff. We constantly make jokes about light skin and dark skin because uh, <laughs> we ain't shit and it's just jokes for us. Right. But, um, it's funny because I said this to him because he does a show, a spinoff show on our network, uh, Another Light Skin Moment. Where he talks about stuff and I, well, it's not out yet, but it'll be out soon. But the latest one was about light skin privilege. And he was like, 
and mm. you know and I, and I was like that don't does that exist and then it was him mm-hmm. and my friend from college oh yes yeah and my friend from college john candy who's also light-skinned and they both had and like it's funny because you know part of the gag is i'm like really guys no way bullshit but uh but also they both did have two shocking stories where i was just like what that happened because you're light-skinned no fucking way um and uh john even had a story where i was just like like it made me look at him different is how <laughs> like it was so fucked up well, i was just like you son of a bitch um but uh it was so good you know um they even they said they get, i don't know if this part is true but they said they get extra food in their servings when they go to restaurants <laughs> i was like i don't extra know little extra ice cream on the, in the milkshake i don't know i don't know where the comedy ends and the truth begins but um the point being when i sent this to justin on twitter he just went damn they're giving money to anything for a study these days Right. Like, <laughs> like like did we need to research that one that's pretty fucking obvious correct uh, um so who skin- is it for by the way it was for let's no, see no i mean what's the point oh. um, to make my life harder that's what it's for yeah no you know what honestly <sighs> i'm gonna tell you why i think it studies to let white folks that are racist and just white folks in general hey hey guys you know the negroes be complaining about shit we know that unless you get stats and statistics from a white institution you will ignore the shit we're a white institution we studied it here it is and a lot of them would go okay and some of them still go fuck it it's made up the history of white colorism runs as deep as the history of white racism in the u.s society for african-americans the skin color hierarchy is firmly rooted in the slavery regime where white owners gave certain white work privileges to slaves with more eurocentric features okay i heard there's children aka um children, exactly. <clears throat> i'm just saying <clears throat> it's called ne- it's also called nepotism and in fact colorism is very in various areas <laughs> of american life has been studied before in the, in his write-up of, re- uh, of the new research, Pacific Standards, Tom Jacobs summed up the findings of previous studies on the topic with conclusions including, lighter-skinned black men with bachelor degrees have a distinct advantage in job application processes over black men who have MBAs. Well, damn. So if you just regular black with an MBA. Shit. Which means you went the extra mile of schooling, right? Yep. Okay. You will, you will um, still have a... Not not an advantage when it comes to applying for jobs. Mm-mm. Lighter skinned black I'm women. I'm ignoring the slander and saying regular black, but I'm going to keep going. I saw that too. Uh, is it over black men? I was like, um, I'm assuming dark. I don't know what that means. Yeah, they didn't want to go dark. It's like we let, let's let's stay There's away. Anything paper bag test? Okay, right. I see. Anything below? Okay, darker than a paper bag. It's regular. Right. right. And then there's the others. Mm, and then it's y'all. Right. Was y'all like, we like, almost got no controversy. Right. Um, how many unanswered text messages do you think they have? A lot. That's probably, that's probably, the, that's probably in the study too. It's like light skinned women have, uh, 75% more unanswered text and direct messages. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> uh, they go, I can ignore them. Why? Cause I'm light skinned. That's one stereotype that I love. It's so funny to me. I'm, I'm always make that joke. I'm sorry. It's too good. Oh, it's fun to make. Like, I, I, I just go along with you. Like I got too many requests on a uh, trivia crack at one point. And because people were like, you play trivia crack, I want some. And um I was like, I have to turn down some requests for rematches because there's too many people, like too many fans and stuff. Right. And I was like, uh 
is this how light-skinned women feel all the time oh i i have privilege right now yes you do people are like i want to play you again it's like no no you will not play me again (laughs) i make the distress here not Mm -hmm. you now how do you feel and plus no one's turned down any of my requests yet so i definitely have privilege uh <laughs> lighter skin lighter skinned black women in North Carolina receive lighter prison sentences than their darker peers. Well damn. Shit. You too you know, you too fine for prison, girl. You well, right. I'm gonna have to lower this to five years and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll see you when you get out if you know what I'm saying. That's why my black ass don't commit crimes because I know I'm getting all the five, the ten, the fifteen, whatever the maximum is, they throwing that shit at my ass. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> to be served consecutively, not concurrently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact we'll give you extra time because you're so dog i'm yeah. good ma'am you get a 10 oh my God. you get 10 years and plus uh two black ass more years <laughs> right just for being black <laughs> you, you get the black fine you black so we're gonna add years just because you black <laughs> uh, african-americans with more education are remembered as being lighter than they actually are whoa i believe that so they, so it's like, hey, I got my MBA. You, you go up in the paperback scale, like two, like, mm, wow, suddenly you are a lot, lot lighter. Uh, you need some suntan lotion because you are smart as hell. Right. Cause you, cause you know, uh, when a lot of white folks look at us, we all look the same. So they don't remember. A lot of people don't know this, but Melissa Harris Perry is the same skin tone as Lapita Nuango. A lot of people don't know that. She's just really smart, y'all. The camera adds 17 shades of light. Apparently so. To all her degrees. So, um, it's, he analyzed data from 2012 American National Election Study, which is a face-to-face survey on social and political values and opinion. Interviewers are required to describe each subject's skin tone on a 10-point scale and also rate intelligence on a 5-point scale from very low to very high. Oh, Lord. Bet Look- you them dogs got them ones and zeros, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> because <laughs> they are a lot of people automatically assume you dog you just flat uneducated and you could be white and just stupid as fuck and then you get a five and you ain't smarter than <laughs> yeah, a bag of they, bricks yeah they didn't do it for white people because they all get fives right it's, it's like they they just they were like take the white people out okay we know they're all zeros on the on the darkness scale and fives on the intelligence right uh, looking at the results of 223 african-american and hispanic subjects who were interviewed by white interviewers he found that African Americans and Latinos who were deemed to have lighter skin tones were also significantly more likely to be seen as intelligent. Regardless if that's a fact or not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even no matter what the schooling and all that stuff. Right. If you're wondering whether they could be lighter skinned subjects really were more intelligent, more intelligent, perhaps because of the way colorism in the larger society affected their educational opportunities, you're wrong. Hand in control for that. Importantly, the effects of skin tone on intelligence assessment assessment were independent of respondent in the educational level, vocabulary test score, political knowledge assessment, and other demographic factors, he wrote. Uh, consequently, the interviewers could look at two identi- identically, identically qualified, sorry, I'm black, y'all, I'm dark skinned, I can't get this right, qualified black or Hispanic subjects and assess the lighter one as being smarter. Man, that's. Yeah, so he made sure that that wouldn't even become a factor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's. Ooh, that's crazy, man. Um, so they yeah, uh, and then you wonder why they tell why they tell us doctors you got to work twice as hard to get half as far. Well, they tell all black people that. I don't think that's just they're like uh, and light skinned people. You have to work okay, one point five times. Like I think they tell us all right. two times. 
you sure you sure you sure oh you right i don't know like maybe mm. it's like that eddie murphy skit where light-skinned people go around and it's like have some extra credit you know i don't know i don't right. know how it works they were like amber you, you had to tell us is, like, is, get, is it is that how it is is there like a secret light-skinned society they get where you get to hook up and they i don't 25 percent more so you work twice as hard to get 75 well as far stop it um there is um i didn't know that light skin privilege was a thing i didn't know that i until um till later in life Mm. And it wasn't until Twitter that I realized that I was ain't shit for being light skin. But mm. I also didn't realize that I was supposed to not return texts and like all this. Th- and something that I will be really honest about is like I'm getting a little disgruntled about this whole uh, light skin privilege bashing and um i remember i was hanging out with a friend who's also light skin and we did that thing where you know how like you look left and you look right before you say something oh, and we're like yeah doesn't that happen to you too mm. and i was like i can't believe i'm having conversations and i feel like i'm getting to a point where like there are like moments when i'm like maybe i should buy into this because mm. no one seems to be on my side and mm. I was like, you know who I don't have to deal with this around? Other light people. And it's like, <laughs> Amber, you just said that. Amber, you just said that. But it's a thing. You maybe, know what I mean? Maybe it's, it's like, like... If I'm being honest, sometimes yeah. it in the last three years, it's been like, you know, I'd like to not deal with this right now. Where yeah. could I be if I didn't want to deal with this? And it's terrible. It's not good. I'm not saying that I have bought into it. I'm saying it's thoughts that I have honestly had. Yeah. But yeah, I have no idea what privilege I have. Why would I know? You know what I mean? Well, I have it's, no, yeah, unless it's, it's me to right. us, you know? Yeah, it's like white privilege. Like um, I just live my life. This last week, we've had this thing where um, I've been listening to this lady who professes to be a liberal, progressive lady, uh, Nicole Sandler, and she just didn't understand why Patricia Arquette's comments were wrong in any way as far as kind of that la- that statement where she was kind of like, well, we fought for black women of people of color and LB- LGBTQ people. Now it's time for them to fight for us um, under the guise. Oh, boy. Oh, right. boy, white lady. Calm it down. Calm right. it down. So, so. Really? Yeah. How much of you? Bitch, tell me about your fight. Right, and so because you did it over yourself, mm -hmm, give mm -hmm. me a break. Like, let's leave white lady stuff on the table for now because darkies need some help. Rally, right? Fuck you. And so they, um, so so this lady, she's been like, you know, defending those comments because she likes Patricia Arquette and she just refuses to understand intersectionality or learn any new terms and how dare people say cisgendered like how dare she have to educate us yeah she was like very proud to have not known these terms for the last 20 years it's just like very weird stuff right for someone who called himself progressive mm-hmm. so at one point she was talking to some to amani gandhi about um herself and and amani was like well you have white privilege you know it doesn't mean you'll be rich or anything it can mean um you know you don't get followed at stores you don't get pulled over for no reason mm-hmm. no um, there could be a, a lot of, you know, when you go apply for an apartment, you don't have to present a certain face 
because you worry that they'll think you're a certain type of black person. Right. So they won't rent to you. You Correct. know, like this is certain things you don't have to worry about. And so she was just like, nah, I don't have white privilege. I'm not doing well. Like, I'm just barely scraping by. I don't have a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. And so. <clears throat> that's not the same. Yeah. So I think um the reaction of the privileged person when they're confronted with it, it is kind of like a defensive thing where you're just kind of like, I don't want to think that I that my work doesn't count as much. I don't want to think that the things I've achieved or not achieved is affected by my, this perception of me because it feels like it strips some agency of you. You know, as a man, I get this, you know, sometimes where I, I want to be like, well, is that because I'm a man or is it just because I'm Rod and I'm such a unique, special snowflake? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, me too. You know, but, you know, end of the day, I, you know, I, I can definitely understand where I'm just like, like certain shit i'm just like yeah that's just because i'm a dude you know and to me i'm more uh interested in watching society that way by being like yo that only happened to me because i'm a dude that's crazy Mm -hmm. like you know and i you know so when it comes to quote-unquote light privilege like justin brought up something that um and i really do think it's true he was like when we play basketball if i play without him i do get treated completely different than when i play with him on my team and i have no fucking idea why it's you know i've thought about it for years and he was like it's because i'm light-skinned i was like yo it might be mm-hmm. it really might be because right. i've thought of every other angle to the shit and it nothing makes sense nope. but yeah like when it's me and you it's all of a sudden it's like rod all oh, shit but when it's just me does, it's does, like does yeah. justin make you go up three shades or something i have no fucking idea but i wouldn't be shocked i wouldn't be shocked if you uh, took yeah. a study and right. people were like I see Rod lighter when he's with Justin. You know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be surprised like if me and Amber was to go somewhere, I would jump a few shades. Yeah, I would Just be- because we're we're with each other, they would go, oh, you're a little bit lighter, so I'm going to treat you like I treat her. And I think the friendship, like when people realize people are close, they go, oh, you got light skin with you, so y'all together, so I'm not going to yeah. ostracize you're you like I would safe. like you by yourself. Right. right. Yeah. But anyway, I, I just thought it was interesting, man. That study was like, crazy like man we're still as afraid of the light skin it but we're not as afraid right all right let's let's get into our segments man I, there's a lot more other news but i, I try i don't think any of these are fast are any of these fast uh oh <laughs> yeah one of these is fast um the dude that um was in the video for um the kojic video where he was like i'm not gay no more mm-hmm. oh oh bless people have finally harassed and asked him questions enough for him to say he he admits he still does the desire men of course you could oh, man if you baby. looked at that bow tie stop and that <laughs> outfit and you go nigga you not gay something is wrong with you I'm mad that the title of one of the articles made it seem like I'm not gay no more was his middle name. Oh. It was like Andrew Andrew I'm not gay no more Caldwell. <laughs> yes. It is his middle name as far as they concerned. It was like look, this is the only reason why y'all even know him or recognize him. But yeah, as far as I'm concerned, is like I was looking like baby be you and be free. Don't be lying to these people. Yeah. So he uh he said, uh, I was serious. I did not want to go viral. I did not expect that to go viral. I did not want people to go get up there and just say anything and look crazy in front of thousands of people. Um, 
He also spoke about the infamous day the video was shot and explained that he felt pressured to speak about being delivered from homosexuality after a previous speaker called gays in the church sissies and suggested that they bleed from their butts. Oh. Um, yeah, they didn't show that in the video, did they, America? No, they didn't. The Kojic went on to apologize for the speaker's words. As presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ and bishop, said Bishop Charles E. Blake Sr., I apologize for what seemed to be a harsh, uncompassionate, disrespectful spirit on the part of that speaker. And I also apologize to Andre Caldwell. We love all people regardless of their faith or their moral standing. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Moral stand. Uh, let it go. Yeah. Yep. However, Caldwell doesn't believe the apology and claims that Kojic is still ignorant and homophobic. They think they can preach the homosexuals away in the church of God or Christ, and you can't. Uh, when asked if he really became heterosexual, Caldwell responded, no. Of course not. That's not the case. I still have desires, he said. And that's not all Kodjic had to say about his life after becoming a viral hit. Um, he said, I do hold regrets because my life has been in danger over that video. Yeah, because people oh, are Jesus. highly upset about it. He became a target for hate crimes. That video yeah. caused a lot of, to me mentally and physically. I feel that if I was delivered, God should deliver me more. But I know it takes a process, but I think it is going a little bit slow. I want God to work on my mannerisms. I want God to stop switching, stop the switching, talking like a woman. So he's still trying to be straight. Like, mm-hmm. he's trying to not have, quote, unquote, feminine ma- mannerisms. Uh, on his unrelenting desire to be straight, continue to pray for me because I'm going through a lot each and every day. See, and that's what's so funny, too. <sighs> Because those preachers will get up there and they'll preach that. The congregation will get up there. They'll eat that shit up. Like, yeah, you shouldn't be gay. It's a sin. It's a choice. You shouldn't have to do that. You know, make the right choice. But the second a dude like him is like, all right, I'm straight now. They're like, bullshit. You need to stop pretending. <laughs> Love yourself because people will embrace you. It's just a sin. You'll be okay. Like, nah, you don't. Like which one? Is, which one do you really believe? That's what I want to know. Do y'all really believe that it's a sin and it's a choice and you can just change it, or are y'all are y'all just bullshitting and y'all know for a fact that hey, some people are just gay. It is what it is, and you're not gonna let your daughter marry Andre Caldwell because mm-hmm. you think he's still gay, right? So so stop pretending that that he that he needs to be ashamed of this because you know it doesn't do anyone any favors. Mm-mm. Anyway, he's a. Uh, Still struggling with it. Struggling with it? No, man. You just like dick. What's wrong with that? Right. Like, could you? Not a damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine if I was like, yeah, man. I'm just struggling with liking this pussy, man. It's just, I'm just. I wish. I just hope they work on me, man. I just hope God will keep me off this vagina, man. It's too good, you know. Anyway, hopefully I can get some other mannerisms. Get out of here, man. It's cool. Um, alright. I think that's all the, uh. Oh, wait, nah, here's some more gay news. South Carolina colleges, or college, bans homosexuality after, at, homosexuality after athletes come out. Oh, we're not gonna play no music? For mm, what? gay news. Oh, um. Do we right. have any music? Hold on, here's one. Ready? I won this fucking club. I 
Elvis on deck, niggas know who I am. Yes. I'm a late night better. Can never do this like this, not these motherfuckers see why. Watch me throw it back and knock a nigga out of sea lies. Pussy game is suitable, head game malicious. Put it on, I'm good, turn to atheist religious. Carrots on my wrist, keep these bitches in stitches. Be a good girl, you might could get it off your wish list. They only want you in the a lot of niggas call it thing about that life. Get that bar tag, gotta think it's right. It ain't nothing to a boss, bitch. We second paper now. Watch it throw her shit back before she take it to the ground. All right. All right. Yeah, that right there make you kill yourself in a workout. Don't be running. You start speeding up for no reason. More gay news. A rural South Carolina college is attempting to ban homosexuality <sighs> among its students after two of the students, school's volleyball players came out as gay. How can you? <laughs> volleyball. I'm sorry. <laughs> might as well have been softball. You might ah. as well. Uh, Outsports.com reported that Erskine volleyball. College issued a policy statement that the college is officially opposed to same-sex relationships because it isn't part of God's intended design for humanity. Last year, two players on the volleyball team, Drew Davis and Juan Verona. First of all, they have a male volleyball team. I yeah, I totally thought it was two lesbians. I did not know that was a sport. Apparently, it is. Hmm, interesting. Um, I know every volleyball game I went to, uh, all was, females. Yeah. Yep, and that's why I was there. Jesus. Uh, them shorts, man. Look, it ain't they my everything. fault. The big, thick legs. Mm-hmm. Volleyball players. Mm-hmm. I used to play volleyball. You play volleyball? See? That's something, I knew mm-hmm. something about y'all like, man. The the volleyball players, man, like, I put them, like, above track for me. Like Yeah, and them track shorts. I play yeah, track. Yeah, now track is up there. Track is up there now. I'm not, not disputing. It's the big debate that's been raging for all throughout time. ha <laughs> Give me the volleyball, indoor volleyball short ladies, uh, over the, um, track outside ladies by just a hair, just a sliver. Um, anyway, uh, so they, uh, said now Erskine officials are attempting to make certain that any other LGBT students at the college know that school, the school does not welcome them. The school statement. Mm-hmm. But you sure took their money. Do I get my money back? <coughs> right. Can I have my gay dollars back, sir? Right. Oh, no, no, no. This uh, tuition is now going to straight causes. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, and what happened? You know what would be funny, which I doubt this would have happened, is that people that are gay just left the university. Yeah. That's and like, like it just well, took their so money. Fun- it's so funny. People talk like this, and I, it's fucking crazy. Like, there's 0% chance anyone is gay. Right. But like they always say these broad sweeping, like, look, we won't take the homosexuals here. And it's just like, if all the gay people at the university just was like, Okay, then I'll take my money back and I'm leaving. Oh, oh, apparently we don't have a music department anymore. So, right. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently the whole drama team just left yeah, the building. Were, if you were majoring in any of if, in drama, music, um, theater, right. art. Yeah. Well, design. Appa- yeah. Apparently, uh, forget about that. Don't come to our school anymore. Um, not to mention just regular people that are just like, you know, like other, other disciplines that just, They're like, people I, are gay. Right. I support you know, like that I cult. teach, I teach English and oh, guess what? I'm also gay. Now y'all don't have an English teacher. Right. Or that, or people, or straight people to go, you don't support it. So you right. don't get my dollar yeah. either. Right. But you know what? As a straight person, we fought for gay people so long. Isn't it time for them to fight for us? Oh, Lord. I mean, <laughs> what about our causes? The straight cause. 
Oh, idiot. <laughs> Straight calls. I hate that woman. Which is all the calls. Is what are you talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> By the way, uh, I did want to tell everybody, today is the beginning of Women's History Month. Oh. Yes, it is. So I finally figured out why ashy motherfuckers hate black women. Why? Y'all get two months. Y'all get black history, <laughs> and then y'all just flip it and get 30-something more days? Like, really? I, it's true. I'm trying to get black chick watching for um, Women's History Month, too. See? And just mm-hmm. some libraries and stuff. See? I knew it. I knew it. Like, the other day, I came home, and I took a shower, and then I hopped right on Twitter, right? And then as I was tweeting, and I found out that there was a Women's History Month, I started getting irate, and I started yelling at all the feminists and stuff on my timeline, and telling black women they wasn't shit and i realized i hadn't lotioned up after my shower oh, you so shit. <laughs> yes it's like once i put the lotion out then i was like oh i'm back to normal i don't know where that you calm down yeah i don't know where that came from man you gotta get that cocoa butter you're not yourself when you're hungry yeah i really think i just gave dove cocoa butter um a advertising <laughs> campaign <laughs> That only black Twitter would know about, but it would go viral as shit, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just have an ashy ass dude like, oh, did he get some, did he get some lotion? And he's like, oh, actually, actually, uh, ladies, I'm sorry about that. Almost like the sticker commercials. He changed his payhood change. Yeah. Yeah. They can have ashy, they could do the dude that did ashy Larry on the Chappelle show as a guy and then he gets lotion and he turns into like a regular other dude. Oh, that would be everything. Anyway, sorry. That, that got totally sidetracked. Um, the school statement on homose- on human sexuality issue last week said, we believe the Bible teaches, I mean, hold on. We believe the Bible teaches all sexual activity outside the covenant of marriage is sinful and therefore ultimately destructive to the parties involved. What happened if? That's the bigotry voice. The gay- Southern white <laughs> male. <laughs> what do you say, Karen? What happened if they're gay and married? If they get uh-huh. married, zing. Mm. Well, see, that's outside the Bible, the covenant. Care. Oh, what if they're Buddhist? I always wonder that. I feel like I get them on that one. So, is Buddhist marriage not legit because mm-hmm. it's not ordained by Jesus? It isn't. And so, well, the, yeah, you know what? It's probably not legit. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, they're probably also racist, xenophobic, and homophobic. Okay. Oh, all the family members. The, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, the trilogy, if you will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the whole crew the holy trilogy of right the cousins racism homophobia and xenophobia um christ affirms that marital union is to be between a man and a woman <sighs> matthew 19 4 through 6 the bible by the way i don't read the part about not eating shrimp um that shrimps is delicious don't eat pork right mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Uh, the Bible teaches the monogamous marriage between a man and a woman is God's intended design for humanity and that sexual intimacy has its proper place only within the context of marriage. Well, first Thessalonians 4, 3 through 5 plus call. I don't know what COL is. What book is that? Karen? Colossians. Oh, COL? Yeah. yeah. Colossians. Okay. Colossians 3, 5 through 7. Uh, sexual relations outside of marriage or between persons of the same sex are spoken of in the scripture as sin and contrary to the will of the creator. Romans 1 through 26 through 27 mm-hmm. and, and correct, cool. first Corinthians right. 6, 9, 10, first Timothy. Timothy got two books. He, he sure do. He got two of them, dog. Yeah. Damn, Tim. I see you, player. Um, 
Uh, we believe the Bible teaches that all sexual activity outside the covenant of marriage is sinful, therefore ultimately destructive to the parties involved as a Christian academic community. And in light of our institutional mission, members of the earth sky community are expected to follow the teachers of the scripture concerning matters of human sexuality and institutional decisions will be made in light of this position. So no more gay people at the school. Okay. Cut it out. They added it to his official manuals. And uh, it said it'll integrate into cultural campus culture. So don't All be right. gay. All right, guys. Can you stop being gay, please? No more gays at college. I appreciate you. All right. Let's. Uh, I think we are. Oh, co- by the way. Mm-hmm. Hi, Cousin Sean. Hi, Spreadsheet. Yeah. Shout out to Spreadsheet and Cousin Sean. They listen to this? Or yeah. no, they'll listen to this because you're on it. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, Cousin Sean. <laughs> hey, Spreadsheet. I, I'm fine either way. I just... I was yeah. like, I don't know if they... They're fans of the show. Oh, well, shout out to uh, both of them, man. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, um, it's time to get into our segments here, guys. Now, the first segment, I feel like we covered. Fucking with black people? I felt fucking with. All right? Dumbass bitch. Mm-hmm. So we we're just going to go right into everyone's newest, most favoritest popular segment. Baller alert. All right, it's time. Amber, I'll let you pick. Here are your options. Groupie Tales, me, Plan B, and August Alcina in Los Angeles. Okay, Groupie Tales are stories of where women have sex with famous people. All right. Mm-hmm. Groupie Tales, number two. Groupie Tales, it all started in the pool with Tyrion Matthew. He's a football player. He's also known as the Honey Badger. All right. Thanks, but I'm not your charity case. Why sometimes we don't need help. This is an editorial, and this is about dark-skinned women. Um, oh, and they don't need they don't need help. All right, guys. Groupie tells my first night with Hakeem Ward. That's number four. And let's see. We'll do ballerific relationships dating. Don't scare him away by At Milligree. Oh, Jesus. What am I doing? You're picking one of those topics to cover, which you need me to go through them again? No, no. I'm going to arbitrarily pick one. All right. 
See, I'm tempted about the dark skin thing, but I feel like it's just going to get me mad. Mm. Um, you need some thinking shit. music? I'm going to give you some thinking music. Audience, what should I pick? Oh, oh audience, okay. you guys can pick one through y'all, five. Y'all get to pick one through five, audience. Just not the dark skin one. It's going to make me mad. Oh, oh, so now you just feel like you just told. You Have you met our audience? Um, <laughs> What's number three? Uh, dark skin woman. Y'all. Yep. Um, okay. I am going to go with Eeny Meeny Money Mo, Catch a Tiger by the Toe. If it hollers, let it go. Eeny Meeny Money Mo. My mother told me to pick this one, but we come from such different generations. I'm not sure that I can trust her opinion. <laughs> so let's go with <laughs> number one. All right. We're going to go with. I don't even remember what it was. She me number one. is me, Plan B, and August Alcina in Los Angeles. Oh, Jesus. I'm mad already. All right. So let's. <laughs> <clears throat> I think that's a good sign. Uh, all right. So, um, here we go. I've been waiting for this one for a long time. A groupie tale on August Alcina. Read it below and tell me what you think. Oh, wait. Why just scroll to the bottom? Go to the top. All right. Read it below and tell me what you, if you think this one is true. I put a picture of August Alcina in the chat so you guys can see what, uh, the group he was working with in this particular instance. Um, come on, picture. Oh, ew. Yeah, there you go. That's him. Ew, I'm closing that window. Disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. Groupie tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot confirm with 100% accuracy of any story posted. Want to share your story? Email 118 <laughs> at ballalert.com. You can remain anonymous. <clears throat> okay. So I guess I can spill the beans about me and August Alcina. So we met when I had a photo shoot in LA. I saw him walk in right when my shot was just about over. I think you meant shoot. And I was thinking in my head, like, oh, my God, this is freaking August fine ass. We're both from Louisiana, so I knew just how to run my game and get him where I want him. When I was done with my shoot, I walked past him like I didn't know who he was or as if I didn't care about him. I knew he was looking at me. I could just feel his eyes staring at my ass. As I was laying on my, as I, as I was on my way to my dressing room to change back in my clothes, I heard someone running behind me in a voice say, excuse me, beautiful. I stopped, turned and said, yes, knowing he was talking to me. He told me he would like to get the pleasure to know me better. And I just smiled and told him to take my number and that I was busy and didn't have time to talk to him. Afterwards, I walked away to go to my dressing room and he was still there looking. Later that night, he gave me a call. I answered. And the first thing he said was, get dressed. I want to take you out. By the way, I feel like if she was a real G, wouldn't have answered the call. But, you know, whatever. I simply denied him and told him I wasn't feeling it tonight and that he could just talk. We could just talk over the phone. Of course, he was shocked and didn't want to just talk over the phone. So I told him. Well, I guess I'll hear from you another time. I hung up the phone. After the second time, I told him I didn't want to meet up with him. He just talked. We just talked over the phone for hours. He told me about his brother, his life in New Orleans, the things he had to deal with in Houston, going to school there and so on. We really hit it off over the phone uh, after the phone conversation. After that, we always called each other and talked about anything. But when he had a show in Houston, that was the first time we had sex. And it was amazing, winky face. 
I wanted to take him out in the town, but he told me he don't do clubs, so I told him to come over to my condo. When he came over, I didn't have no makeup on. I had on a white t-shirt and boy shorts with my hair pinned up. That's how comfortable I felt around him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to me, I can only say as a dude, to me, that's, uh, that just means you you are about this fucking life. You know what I mean? Like, you're not even fucking around tonight. Like, no makeup, no, like, we don't got to take nothing off. But uh that's just how dudes read it. Um We were on my, like, if I came down your house and you had on, like, a fucking, like, prom gown and full makeup, I'd be like, are we going somewhere? Oh, what a <laughs> dance. Am I underdressed for watching Netflix? Uh Which also means having sex. Uh, we were, <laughs> we were on my sofa watching TV and I was eating ice cream. I got ice cream on his cheek trying to feed it to him and told him, let me get it off for him. So I licked it off his face. Didn't see that coming. And as I sat back, I was biting my lip looking at him like, yeah, tonight is the night you'll get the cookie. He did, we didn't go straight into sex. After that, I kind of thought he was scared to even take it there with me. We continued to watch the movie. We were watching. Why did I get married too? Yes, I know. Old movie. LOL. But when the movie went off, I went into my room and grabbed my charger and he came back out. Uh, well, he came behind me out of nowhere, grabbed me from behind and started kissing me on my neck. I wasn't expecting that. So I got wet quick. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> you know, when ladies ain't expecting it, they get wet real quick. And we can't surprise. control ourselves. Yeah, I can't control that vagina. Uh, I walked to, I walked forward to my bed and turned around and pulled him on me as I laid back on my bed. We were then kissed. Oh, I guess you mean we then kissed and he slid my boy shorts off and he took off his shirt. And that's when I took off my ugly big t-shirt, LOL. Then before he got back to me, I undid his pants and started sucking his dick. I, oh, okay. I did one, one of those shows. Oh yeah, this is what she talks about. This is group of tales. You picked this. You could have, you could have been finding out the dichotomy of dark skinned ladies and how much help they need or don't need. <laughs> but you chose this. I forget the other thing you could have picked, but it was something else instructional, like how to keep a man or some stupid shit. Um, <laughs> I didn't have. <laughs> I prefer group of tales. By the way, I didn't have to suck it for long. I almost made him come fast. I moved to the top of my bed so he could lay on top of me, but he went down on me. I didn't think he would do it, but August gave me the best head I had in my life. I told him I was about to come, and he continued to flick his tongue in my pussy as I was coming. He Then he reached over in his pants pocket and pulled out a rubber, and he slid his dick in. And oh my God, was it so big oh my tight, on my tight pussy. Oh. In, in my tight pussy. Also, uh, shout out to this to this to this tale. One of the few that involves condoms. Ain't that oh. the truth? This puts August Cena in a very elite club of him and like one other dude that use a condom. Good for them. <clears throat> and just didn't ask. You got STDs? Yeah, yeah. You 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 got AIDS? Nah. Okay then. No condom. I trust you. <laughs> I trust you, lady. I met an hour ago. Um, so let's see what else. Uh, uh, at first he was going nice and slow and then he started going a little faster and whispered in my ear saying, I've been waiting on this pussy and he started sucking my neck and making me more wet. Man, it's turned into black sexy geeky and mental. Uh, 
know what? Fair enough. <laughs> we did all positions, but when he nutted, I was on my back again. He nutted inside me. He did still have a condom on, but I went to a drugstore the next morning to buy a plan B just in case. Oh, so that's where plan B came in. Yeah, I thought plan B was like another rapper or some shit I never heard of. Because it's like me, August Alcina, and Plan B in Los Angeles. I was like, is it a rapper named Plan B? What a weird ass name. Oh, you've always thought that? No. Yeah. I, no. Plan I didn't know B. she meant the Plan B pill. Right. Oh, oh, like I'm crazy for thinking it could be a rapper named Plan B. I'm about to Google. I bet it's a rapper named Plan B. Oh, it, 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 who knows? It might be. Plan B. I want to. Plan B, artist, Spotify. So I'm not crazy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now to get off top, what the hell? What the fuck is music sound like? Uh, let's see. Um, is that the top rated song? See, that sound like a dude that might do a threesome. I don't know. Like and that number one song is Candy Can. And no, I've never heard it before. By the way, all these songs have millions of hits on Spotify. Shout out to my Latino people. All right. So that's what. Well, that was okay then. I'm, I apologize. I uh, guess no problem. No it, problem. Her, him, and the Latino dude. My bad. I accept your apology. And it's a Latino duo, so it would have been fucking three. Oh, it would have been an orgy. My it bad. It would real freaky up in there. My bad. Plan B, Alcazar Cena, and me. Um, so anyway, um, let's see. So he came inside me. He did start out of condom on, but I went to the drugstore, got the plan B pill just in case. And when he pulled his dick out, he was careful. He didn't want none of his cum to get inside me. Oh, so cool. Of course. Such a nice guy. So he was only doing it for pregnancy. Oh, what? What? Ever. You think the worst of everyone. Shut up. You are so cynical. You don't, you must not believe in love. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Uh, (laughs) he was just trying to make sure he didn't make a mess. Uh, I told him he could flush his condom down my toilet. I didn't want him thinking I was going to go back for it. Because <laughs> that's what women do. For when he, came, when he came back from the bathroom, I told him I was going to cook breakfast for him. And it was like 3.30 in the morning. And I let him just relax in my bed. Yeah, she was like, I'm not that kind of groupie. I might be a groupie, but not that kind. Let me tell you what you got to do, guys. If you're, if you're worried about a woman trying to keep your sperm, do not just flush it down the toilet. Because sometimes it kind of gets stuck and it comes back up. And sometimes they can catch it out of the trap or like try to try to get it back out there. You, you gotta microwave the condom, all right? No, you put Jesus. the condom in the microwave and you just set that shit to a hundred percent for like five minutes. Uh, I, I like to put mine in there with some popcorn. That way they don't hear they hear ah! the popcorn popping. They don't know that the sperm is cooking too. Yeah, the sperm is popping no, too. No, no, no. So they, you're welcome, guys. Mm-mm. You're welcome. 
because even if she did was able to get that the sperm back it would just be very hot for one and two it's gonna be nuclear radiated so it might be like some hulk semen or something who knows what kind of baby she gonna have with microwave sperm so it's microwave sperm all right don't don't do that don't do that just pro tip i mean if it i mean if it's that serious if it's that serious to your shit, just take a little baggie or some shit and put your condom in the bag and throw it away out in a separate location. This will be featured in my this will be featured in my book, Rod's Life Cheats, uh, microwave sperm, guys. Got a microwave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after eating, we cuddled, played and f- around and fell asleep. That morning, he left and had to go get his things from his hotel so he could catch his flight. He FaceTimed me as soon as he landed in New York, and we continued talking as friends like we never had sex before. I believe we stood still, we would still be cool this day, but he got upset with me when he found out I had a boyfriend. Oh, Jesus. So now we are not on good terms. He might be <sighs> mad at me for telling this story, but I want him to know we still could be friends even though he wanted a relationship. Trish. And I got a big ass mouth. We can right. still be friends. So yeah, so I could be in Groovy Tales part two. <laughs> All, ah! So this is back to the editorial. Uh, part, uh, where our girl 118 says, All right, I hardly ever comment on group of tales, but I have been in the presence of August many, uh, like four times and maybe four times and consider me a connoisseur of all things I've seen her. This is about as real as a $3 bill. I won't knock her though. I've got some interesting thoughts myself anyway. I'll let you guys determine the parts that are obviously fictional. So there's comments. Oh wow, there's four pages of comments. Let me go back to page one then. Um, and see what everybody had to say um, about August Alcina, who apparently is much more popular than I thought. Apparently uh, so. <laughs> four comments or four pages? Khalil Cleo says, but didn't August say in an interview with Charlemagne the God that he didn't eat puss, uh, eating pussy? A simple bijou says, now there are some fishy parts to this story, but as far as the sex for what I've heard is on the map. So Lutcher says, at Kevin, he said he doesn't eat strange cat. Having said that, her story does sound fake to me, too. Miss Cole said, and didn't Alcina also say he didn't like to kiss? Hmm, something doesn't seem right about the story. Kayana Price says, laugh my ass off. I can't. Why would Ball Alert even entertain this fuckery? This sounds like an excerpt from a sane novel. If it's true, I'm jealous, but I doubt it. So Lutcher says, I recall him saying he's still a work in progress and not ready to settle down. Harlem says, child, please. At 11.8, thanks for making us laugh today. Nashara says, laugh my ass off. This was nice entertainment for the day. Clearly, he said in an interview, he don't go downtown. I love that they keep track of the interviews. Like, in case I hear a group of tell. They're professionals. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're doing an interview, they're like, just in case I hear a group of tell one day, I want to be able to match it up. Kitty B says, at Kiana, I thought I was reading a Zane novel as well. Glad I wasn't the only one. Nico says, so she's from Louisiana and L.A. doing a, a shoot and has a condo in Houston, which she happens to be in the night of the show, August 29th, assuming this happened this year. Uh, he went in to NY right after that because that is the same time 11A interviewed him. If memory serves me correct, he kicked it with his homeboy from Houston after that show. That was after 12 because the concert ended late. I was in the back trying to get a drop for ball alert. I left late. Let's say for the sake of the story, it was almost 1 a.m. 
he was to be in dallas the next night why did i get married too is a 121 minute movie oh my god this person god this motherfucking sherlock of groupies <laughs> right it's like look i've done my homework don't play her condo would have to be in the ballpark area in order for him to get there quickly and watch the movie which would put it at almost 3:21 a.m given the festivities nine minutes to go downtown that's a mighty quick quickie oh yeah she got scully which i can't say occurred or not because we all know a dude that protests snacking on the cookie and and lo and behold he is a cookie monster but oh, there is Lord. there is no way this negro left the concert made it to her crib watched the movie fucked like he meant it and was only uh it was only 3 30 a.m and two and something too too off this dude uh too often this dude is adamant about not eating random box i call bullshit i might be wrong but the timeline is crazy nico rose oh my god bravo to you wow she cracked the case that damn like she need her own spinoff of just straight up like she need a spinoff of just di- dissecting groupier stories like nope not true and this is why uh toya johnson says I'll be there for it. he don't eat the box like that this shit is false Miss, you can never get enough, says, laugh my ass off at Nico Timeline. Why do people stress the use of condoms after oil? You've already swallowed the disease. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. I love this. That is. That is. Oh. I, don't, I got nothing. Oh, I love Ouch. I love them so much. I want to be all y'all's friends. Ball alert, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, don't come in here with this foolishness. I want to get in the community somehow um nico rose says my bad i'm just thinking a dude might want to shower before he get heads to get head then she focused on letting it be known she wrapped up meanwhile she allegedly just inhaled whatever was swimming in his testicles she played too much beautiful beautiful brownie says sounds more like a fantasy to me i don't know august personally but from what i sense from him he seems like a no-nonsense type of person and seems like he may think he is god's gift so he's not going to go through all those shenanigans to hang out with the chick or any other chick but that's just my take i also remember him saying he don't eat sandy cheeks comes in and says bullshit story i'm gonna start making up my group of tales since these hoes want to make shit up oh she is fed up Harlem says, at Nico Rose, damn, you just pieced every, everything together for us. And then she said, at Sandy Cheeks, please let yours be better than this one and be more descriptive. A girl needs visuals. Barrel Line says, I have no words. August, come to me, bae. <laughs> like he's reading this, like, oh, I'll find you, Barrel Line. Formerly known as Ginger says, DuckTales, which I say, ooh, ooh. <laughs> right. Khalil Cleo says, laugh my ass off, Sandy groupy tales kevin and drake coming out next week oh lord uh and august august alcina and chris brown uh nick uh, miss callie says that y'all got me in tears uh 11a says from every encounter i've had with august though a nice guy he's not going through all this for no random vagina him chasing her calling her getting turned down and with all the cootie cat he gets thrown his way no ma'am he reminds me a lot of kirko baines and I've seen Kirko in action. He wouldn't walk five feet for some girl that wasn't interested. Laugh my ass off. Man, Kirko bangs like that. Apparently so. Mm, didn't know that. 
uh nico rose says hello my bad my mind starts rolling uh k i y says at nico you definitely got this down i'm with you on this one uh let's see someone said most definitely a three dollar bill saying that it's fake the courtney and m henry says i don't believe this for the simple fact that he has said in plenty of interviews that he don't approach women but i mean it was a nice try though i'm i'm gonna need her to give some proof because to be honest anybody who sleeps with august gonna take a selfie or something to show their friends uh if you slept with somebody famous uh amber would you take a selfie with them wow absolutely not no okay not trifling uh terrell jones i would depending on who it was oh lord like if i could get like michelle obama i gotta take a selfie even for myself like to remember this a moment like look at what you accomplished you finally got your baller rod and life uh (laughs) then i'll tell a group of tales (laughs) and then the president will have me killed would just oh yeah you'll be assassinated i will be hitting sin on the groovy tail and then seal team six would just bust in and shoot the shit out of me uh-uh you hit you hit that scene you will automatically just go down right like a bullet would just just i come in here just find you dead right they were like, like you had what you had a favorite michelle Ob- oh wait a minute yeah i just like go into the living room and huck's already waiting on me right oh <laughs> making the plastic is all over the floor yeah <laughs> Making those huck eyes, doing the shh, you know. Um, yeah, they just come and kidnap you. I don't know what happened to you. Yeah, I love when Huck gets all manic and shit. Oh wait, is that? Oh wait, is that offensive? I just, I didn't even throw that out there. Is that, I have no idea if that's offensive or not. Is that? Is, is I'm, I'm about to get educated. Well, I'm not the good one to ask. I um, wouldn't say so. But he looks so like when he gets those big eyes and he's like, sometimes they're gonna chop up her body and then they're gonna kill her and then they go and he's just like, Huck, calm down, dude. Like. I don't want to meet Dexter version of Huck. He's like in there <laughs> fucking a skull and shit when Jake came in. It was, ugh. Yeah. Huck. I love that guy. Anyway, Courtney M. Henry says, um, I don't believe it's for a simple fact that he said plenty of interviews. Oh, wait. Okay. Terrell Jones says, if you're not tossing salad on the first date like that young thug groupie did not do, you're not doing it right. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jesus, no. Make it stop. I can't unhear that. Oh, my. This is what you chose, Amber. You did this to all of us. Oh, my. I'm a semi-baller. I'm a semi-baller. If you toss my salad after our first encounter, I'm going to make sure you take taken care of. I mean, give you like $40, $50 here and there so your freaky ass is happy. I got professional salad tossers on deck. They don't even care about hepatitis. Smiley face. Oh, oh, I'm sad. Then Terrell Jones yeah, replies really? again. This was so lame. She wants us to believe this ignorant country dude who cursed on national TV and jumped into a crowd for a hat is a gentleman. My cousin Toya gave August head and said he'll destroy your throat with vicious pelvic thrust and make sure to leave a juicy load down your throat. There's no fucks. <laughs> There's no fucks given to your well-being or your next ability. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> your next ability. You might not recover. When it comes to August getting his nut, and isn't, and if it's not down your throat, it's in your eye because August wants you to remember he was in your skull. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at his ghetto gaggers. Oh, my. No, this, thank you. This groupie tale doesn't. I need an adult. I need an adult. <laughs> right. I need an adult. This groovy tale doesn't sound like the August I know one bit. Uh, and, uh, 
that, yeah, that's it. So, uh, wait, where's my music for Five Star Chick again? Uh, so we can play ourselves out. Where is it at? Uh, guess the race. There we go. Oh. All right, time to play our other game. And bullet ball extreme. And bullet ball extreme. Did we never do that? I don't think we did. Uh, official webinar show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Extreme. All right, let's play our other game. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Amber from the Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental Podcast, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. And they're racist. All right. Story. Got my card of ratchetness. My yeah. card of racism. Are you ready? Are, are you feeling nervous? It's been a while since you've uh, been racist with us. Woo. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. All right. Let's talk about this person. A teen is charged for allegedly urging her friend to kill himself. I did not know this was a crime. Honestly. Not that it shouldn't be a crime, but I honestly did not know you could be charged with a crime for being like, because we really just read something today where someone told someone to kill themselves on the Internet. I don't, uh, the, the K-Rock. That's true. I don't know if this was maybe different because they had a personal relationship. You know, it's not something like mm. some random person. Like, well, we, we'll go through it and, and that make, might make more sense. Well, first we need to listen to With a commercial. Million. First we need to see if they're going to talk about a commercial because why not? Oh, they go to the button right there. What? Oh yeah, that commercial is four minutes long. Oh, what no. the fuck? I, th- I just seen the, what happened to the, the skip ad button. I don't know, man. It Did you make me, it go away? It just won't let me click on it no more. It says commercial video. Oh, so uh, refresh or something? What's happening here today? I don't know. I'll read it until it comes up. There again. you go. Oh, there. Oh no. What the fuck? You put it, when I put the mouse over it, it, it disappears. Skip. No oh, son of a bitch. All right. Anyway, Plainville, Massachusetts. A Plainville teenager has been charged with involuntary manslaughter and her former boyfriend's suicide. Officials say 18-year-old Michelle Carter uh, encouraged her former boyfriend, 18-year-old Conrad Roy, to commit suicide just weeks later. In July, he drove to Fairhaven Kmart parking lot, uh, filled his truck with carbon monoxide, and took his own life. All I can remember is his smile all his time, said Roy's grandmother. Police say they found text messages from Carter in Roy's cell phone. Oh, that's how they got him. Right. 
right. According to the court documents, at one point, Rory got out of his truck to rethink his plan, and she told him to get back in. <gasps> Jesus. Man, teenage girls really are the worst. Like, that's the worst age for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because the evilness is just like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, um, how when you buy pine saw in bulk, it's concentrated. And you have to add water for it to come regular pine saw. Mm-hmm. That's teenage evilness. It's just like, it's so evil. You need to add water to it to get the normal evil. Cause, <laughs> you need to add water to it. Teenage evil is evil concentrate. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and, Cause they don't really think about consequence. Like, like just the thought process. Like, this is what I want now. And it don't go beyond that process. Yeah. You're just not prepared to be a good human being at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still learning. Uh, instead of attempting to assist him or notify his family or school official, well, she did assist him. Miss <clears throat> Carter is alleged to have strongly influenced his decision to take his own life, encouraged him to commit suicide, and guided him to his engagement of activities which led to his death. By phone, Carter's defense attorney said it's unfortunate that he took his this decision to end his own life, but it is un- outrageous uh, for them to criminalize this situation. Um. They said, uh, if she really loved him as she said she did, why didn't she try to persuade him not to, said the grandmother. Carter was indicted as a youthful offender and will be tried as an adult. She was released on $2,500 bond and ordered to stay off social media. The teen is due back in juvenile court April 17th. If convicted, she faces 20 years of prison. Why does she have to stay off social media? Like, do they believe that? Uh, so she doesn't uh, tempt anybody else, I guess. They must think like she has powers, cause I mean, that and just not like she just told like, oh my god, I just came up with the best movie plot ever. A person that acts, <laughs> they just accidentally have the power to make people do what they want through through the internet, but they don't know it at first, and they just write like kill yourself, and then it happens, and then it becomes like a horror movie. What would you do with unlimited internet power? Anyone you tweet to, they just have to do what you say. People wouldn't be as mean, I'll tell you that much. So you would use your powers to... Or selectively mean, mm. if I'm honest. So would you be like, Kid Rock, you need to apologize, and then he'd do it? Um, no, I'd be like, Kid Rock, you need your spirit needs to get touched. You need a praying grandmother <laughs> and to change your soul. Oh, you would use it so much nicer than me. Because <laughs> like, who cares about an apology? I'd be like, Kid Rock, go outside and trip into a puddle. <laughs> That's a nice Aww. one. Yeah. Like, like, I, like the instant karma of, um, when Madonna was like, Madonna was, uh, saying how being an old white woman was worse yeah. than being black or gay in, 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 in the entertainment industry. And then 48 hours later, she had a wardrobe malfunction and got yanked down a flight of stairs on stage. I was like, I'll allow it. Like, like, I'm not saying uh, that it happened because she said that dumb shit, but I'm glad it happened. Anyway, guess the race of Michelle Carter. That's some whalebone white. Mm. All right, let's check the chat room. Um, Karen, did you already ask guess the race or no? Yes. Okay. Has anyone seen Lindsay Lohan white? Uh, Miss Nicole Sandler, uh, Missy, Miss Millie Nicole Sandler feminist. Oh, white. I'm just, Millie. <laughs> I'm just hearing the story right now. Okay. Let's see. Snow. One who asked to touch my hair. It looks so interesting. White. Real life mean girl white. Um, so there's just a delay. Should I refresh? Um, is there that big of a delay there? 
Uh, that's what I was checking to see. All right, after we do the story, I refresh. Mm-hmm. I'm so confused. Last llama to get caught white. Only a white she devil can be this conniving and evil. Blue and well. black. Uh, blue and black. I guess that means white and gold. I don't know. Is that right? <laughs> one, one who says the locks smell like patchouli and weed. <laughs> white. Ah, nice. No white, white and gold. <laughs> okay, Lauren. Uh, one who was, one who was his ally doesn't see the problem white. Michelle Rodriguez ideal comic book universe. <laughs> the correct answer is white. I'm refreshing now, so I should be back in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, then I'll put the picture in the chat. Um, I think the clue that she was white should be that um, they got her out on $2,500 bond, you know. Um, but, you know, it does bring up an interesting quandary. Oh, Jesus. Like, here's my question. Does it make you a bad person if you, if someone wants to kill themselves and you're like, I love you, I'm going to help you do it? Like I'm not gonna That's not what happened though. Yeah, well, you he didn't have terminal cancer. Oh, uh, you mean so it wasn't like a mercy kill of yeah. themselves. Yeah, it's not like he was like Like if he would have had terminal cancer, would this have been more okay with you? Yeah, actually. Okay. Cool, cool. Like I don't know. Well, I... no, not because she's encu- because she's encouraging. I think it's one thing for some people to be like, I understand, you know, your your quality of life is only going to get worse and this is, you know, I can respect your choice and I'm not going to judge you and I'll miss you, you know, that's not what happened. This right. dumb bitch is like, <laughs> world's better off without you. Peace. Yeah, I can't like I guess part of me is like why would you do it? And then I guess also like I don't know that it's like, I didn't even know this was a crime to be like, Hey man, I'm going to kill myself. And then you just go well, do it then. No, like, I, I think the problem- like, nigga, you a criminal now. It was. That's so- way worse than what you did. You know why? Because mm-hmm. I think that it would be the same as if he were killing somebody else. Ooh. If she was like, go and kill your mom. Well, I don't know. I got out of the car, so I'm not going to run her over. Yeah. Get back in the car. Yeah. Now do you think is, I guess, is that a crime? I think technically it is actually okay. to like encourage somebody to, to sway somebody yeah. like that. Especially with it in a written form, like mm-hmm. text. And I think that was the problem. It was like in a written form. And then he leaves and she walks him back into the car. Like that was the problem. It was like, okay, he tried to walk away and you co-host and quote unquote encouraged him. Yeah. And that's the problem. The, I don't think the problem yeah. is the, for the fact that she said kill yourself. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is the fact that now that she did that, she went above and beyond. Not trying to find it above and beyond what a normal yeah. person would do. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You're too involved and he ends up dead. We're going to charge you with something because you were involved. <laughs> in this process it reminds me of like basically when people get caught for um hiring a hitman they didn't actually do anything but they're still orchestrating somebody's death Mm. right that's interesting man like i said i have no stance one way or another like i just i hadn't even really thought about this before as a concept why would you you know what i mean like i yeah yeah it would never cross my mind one to encourage someone to kill themselves and then two, it would, I guess, like, it would never cross my mind, like, if, like, say, I love somebody and they committed suicide and then I saw on their phone that someone had said they, like, 
you know, go ahead and do it, you know, like uh, get back in the car or whatever. I would be hurt, but I wouldn't think it was criminal, but I would, but I would definitely be hurt. Like, why would you mm-hmm. fucking say that? Yeah. I would be so upset that you would do that, but I w- it wouldn't cross my mind that it was a crime for some reason. And cause I, I guess ultimately I feel like you either take your own life or you don't. It's your life to take. No one can, can make you not do it. That, you know that's true but I, I i i'm i might be wrong but i'm under the assumption from the police perspective yeah when they do their investigation they go okay he was in communication with you during this time mm-hmm. why didn't you contact somebody why didn't you call somebody why didn't you reach oh, out for help yeah. you know why, why didn't you do this in fact you encouraged him to pursue with this yeah even if you yeah. initially started as a joke and you realized he was serious you're like oh, oh wait a minute don't do this i'm calling number one Somebody come help, but because you pushed him on and you didn't call or contact, not one period of time did she reach out to anybody. And I think mm-hmm. that from from an investigating perspective, like that's the problem. It's like, okay, did you do this because you wanted him to die? You know what I'm saying? Because not not, not one period of time during this process did you inform anybody else or another entity about the situation. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, next one. News since 6 o'clock. Doctors say the woman beaten in this video could have died. The victim says this whole fight was over a hamburger. Channel 2's Tom Jones is live in Northwest Atlanta this hour. That's where the beating victim just finished talking to Atlanta police investigators. Tom? Javita Mariah Point and her family left here about 40 minutes ago after speaking with investigators. Pointer really wants charges filed in this case after she was beaten and bruised and battered all over, she says, because a friend accused her of sitting on a hamburger. I said, it's just a Whopper Jr. It's a dollar sixty-nine. 23-year-old Mariah Pointer wants the world to know she was beaten to a pulp left to look like this all over a hamburger. She also wants everyone to know her best friends did it. I put my face on public, like on social media looking like this she put her bruised and battered face on social media where i heard about what happened pointer says she and her friends were partying at this apartment complex saturday night that's when she says one of her friends accused her of sitting on her burger like the wrapper of the burger like that i didn't even sit on her burger she says her friends began pummeling her while one girl's three-year-old child watched. Pointer says the beating went on for a long time, even after she tried to leave, all by people she thought were friends. I'm more hurt emotionally than physically. Her mother says the beating has torn her up inside. Because they could have killed my child. On the video, you can hear the girl say Pointer is a liar and a thief, but she says she didn't do anything to the girls. I didn't do anything to deserve this. They need to go down. Pointer still can't believe friends did this. And then to see them not even try to call and apologize. An associate of one of the attackers sent me this apology letter the attacker wanted us to share with the public. It says, Mariah, I'm sorry. I've been knowing you too long. This all could have been prevented. Fighting. I should have broken it up. You didn't deserve any of this. We're live in Northwest Atlanta. Tom Jones, Channel 2 Action News. All right. Did, Did he say, did she say, I've been knowing you too long? Yep. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I'm ready. Guess the race of the attackers. 
all their life they had to fight. Stop. They had to fight for burgers. They had to fight their friends. <laughs> a burger ain't yeah, safe in a house full of best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Charu says um, she had that ass whooping her way black. Oh. I guess it was like that burger. Well done. Uh, <laughs> guess you can't get it your way after all, nigga. Well, they only got chicken strips at BK. Black wasn't a cheeseburger. This, <laughs> this was in 2006. I saw the video. Okay. One who yells world star black. One whose skin color is already the color of cooked ground beef. Honey Baby, the black version. Black Atlanta coonery. Uh, Scout Patters Black, Jealous Dark Skin Chick. The correct answer is, and I'll put the picture in the chat, it was the Hamburglar, guys. It was... <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm just kidding. It. it was black. You guys all got it right. Everybody's two for two right now. All yes, right. that that and my personal opinion, them chicks didn't like her, and it was an excuse for them to whoop her ass. Oh, for sure. That's what you really find out, right? You really found out they never liked you, right? Or they thought or they had insecurities that they are reflecting on you, mm-hmm. and they just put them in their fist, right? And I know what you guys are thinking. No, she wasn't light skinned and they weren't dark skinned so you can stop. All right, probably something else. It's probably skinny. <sighs> <clears throat> Uh, let's go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race for bonus round against the race. So far, Amber is two for two. Let's see if she can keep the streak going. That's right. All right. According to authorities, an Alabama grandmother, Ira Peterson, is being accused of allegedly shooting her nephew after she confronted him about some missing money. According to AL.com, Peterson, 79, allegedly shot her nephew after he reportedly stole $20 from her. (laughs) Peterson and her nephew, whose name and age were not disclosed, uh, lived together. So when Peterson's money went missing, her first thought was that her nephew had robbed her. On Sunday, February 22nd, police responded to a shooting call and found a nephew inside suffering from a gunshot wound to the foot. Oh. Peterson, yeah, he put a hard nice. Peterson was arrested and faced a second-degree domestic violence charge. She's bonded out later the same day against the race of Ira Peterson. Shit, so Ira... Ira is a pretty white name. I'm, ooh, but, but it's only $20 and that's kind of, that's kind of black. Oh, this is rough. Um, for the double points, I am going to go with, what was the son's name or the grandson's name? They didn't say his name or age. Oh, so he's probably a minor. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm going to go with, Copier paper white. Right, let's take the chat room. Black. Bitch better have my money, Black. Oh. Cicely Tyson will play her in the Lifetime movie, Black. 
<laughs> Take it, grandmama lotto and stuff money black. Quit slamming my screen door black. Blacker than the finish on her 357. <laughs> Meth head white. Uh, she shot him in the pinky toe. It's the principality of it, hick white. Uh, and black as night. The correct answer is she was actually a black woman. Oh. I wanted to change it to more, but I had already committed. Oh, no, nah, you can change it up until the last second, but too late now. Uh, and, of course, some people got it. <laughs> Fortune favors the bold, Amber. Yeah, you were debating. I see you going back and forth with it. I saw it too. Um, all right, let's see. We'll do another one because I I feel bad about how Ember went out there in the double rounds. Let's see, if we can do another one. Um, a prosecutor says an Eastern man was killed because his cellmate wanted his own cell. Oh, prosecutor says an inmate who was convicted in two thousand of raping a nine year old in Easton. That dude killed his cellmate at a Pennsylvania prison because he wanted his own private cell. He got it, too. He got real quiet in there, didn't it? 45-year-old Lawrence J. Peterson Jr., formerly of Easton, last week admitted to, to the crime and will now serve a life sentence on top of his 40 to 80-year term that he had already been serving for a violent robbery. This dude was a jack-of-all-trades. Murder, robbery, child rape. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to be here forever, so might as well be by myself. <laughs> Clearfield uh, County District Attorney Bill Shaw planned to pursue the death penalty but decided to skip the trial after Peterson said Friday he was willing to plead guilty to first-degree murder and take a life sentence um, for the beating of 59-year-old William Cartel. Cartel died in the infirmary at the state prison nine days later. Shaw says it would have been a terrible waste of tax dollars to push for a trial. Uh, they uh, North uh, Northampton County uh I guess judge, I don't know, found guilty of several charges stemming from a crack-fueled 1998 crime spree, including rape, aggravated assault, and aggravated indecent assault for the attack of the girl, and attempted homicide, aggravated assault, and robbery for attacking a woman in Easton and robbing her of her car and $80. Uh, guess the race of Lawrence Peterson, Jr. I'm going to go with Mr. Bojangles <laughs> Dance. All right. The chat room says classic white privilege, Arquette listener white. Kid rock loving neck tattoo having white man. So they're going white. There were consequences of repercussions for taking his cornbread black. Black lit black. And black Mr. Hyde, that melanin white. Hide <laughs> that melanin. That new colonialism wait colonialization white white pedophile equal white the correct answer is and amber you got it right he was a black man that was a clutch call amber a lot i know you got nervous a lot of people went white on that one uh and by the way the rest of you got it wrong Just needed some space, man. A lot of space, apparently. Mm-hmm. 
Like just so he can have a cell to himself? Of all the way all the reasons to kill somebody, like that's one of the pettiest of all time. It's like you snore. I'ma kill you. All right, um, I've had enough of you today. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen my rap sheet, but I I do crack and kill people, all right? And I'm all out of crack. Um all right, and lastly, sword ratchetness. Not done, no. It's a long fight. Yes. All right. Oh, God. And now it's over. Um, Police say Marble Town Brothers fight involved a sword and a bat. Anything of Ninja Turtles or Casey Jones? A domestic dispute in which a sword and a baseball bat were used led to the arrest of two brothers, state police said Tuesday. David A. Thompson and Stephen A. Medina, uh, also known as Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Guys? Uh, uh, Come on. Uh, 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 <clears throat> Up top. You laughed inside a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> both of Stonebridge were arrested Monday at their home in Marbletown. Um, Thompson was charged with felony assault and criminal possession of a weapon at misdemeanor, police said. Medina was charged with misdemeanors of criminal possession of a weapon and menacing. Question of all, if you're on a sword and it's not <laughs> registered, it should definitely be a felony. Um, the arrest came after police were called to a domestic dispute at the brother's home. During the altercation, Medina allegedly threatened Thompson with a sword and Thompson allegedly assaulted Medina with a baseball bat. Uh, Medina was treated for injuries at the scene by emergency medical workers. Medina was released with an appearance ticket for Marbleton Town Court. And Thompson was arraigned in Marbletown Town Court, also released with an appearance ticket. So they, uh, brothers turned against each other over the sword, guys. All right. If you want to know how powerful owning a sword can be, the, and, and how it can turn you delusional against your own best friends, no better than, no better point than when someone tries to kill their brother. All right. All right, man. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at nine, of course. Um, or earlier, whenever we feel like it. Um, right. And, and, uh, of course, uh, you can find Amber uh, at blacksexygeekymental.com. Um, and Amber, mental. Oh, blacksexygeekymental.com. You still got Amber Podcast, too? or? Yes, and that's singular, people. Amber Podcast. Mm-hmm. Dot com. Dot com. And uh, follow her on Twitter as well, at Amber Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um where um you know she'll be tweeting all kinds of stuff although i think you prefer facebook to twitter yeah yeah it's been my jump off recently yeah so um make sure you guys you know try to be a facebook friend if she'll let you and uh you know just ignore howard guys he's gonna like everything she says first it's fine everything it's fine everything. he's beating us all too we much. we actually had a conversation so he doesn't do that anymore what Okay, well, just ignore me. I'm going to like all her statuses first now. And I'm going to beat Howard to the punch. And now I'm going to be the new Howard. And I'm going to start lying and making stuff up. It's going to be awesome. Um, and uh, make sure you guys support adamandeve.com, code TVGWT. And um, don't forget to get the new audio play album, That Thatch-tastic Thatcher with Thatcher Johnson Weldon, mm-hmm. uh, on iTunes. 
until tomorrow i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.